I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yeah, I paid for them titties, get your own. It ain't safe in the city, watch the throne. You say I care more about the Basquiat's, Basquiat, she learning a new word, it's yacht. Blew the world up as soon as I hit the club with her. Too short call, told me I fell in love with her. Seen by actors, ball players, and drug dealers. And some lesbians that never love niggas. Twisted love story, true romance. Mary Magdalene from a pole dance. I'm a freak, huh? Rock star life. Second girl with us, that's our wife. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Monday. Yes, mine, titties, and everything, apparently. What, what titties? Buying titties, didn't he say oh, yeah. titties? Pay for them titties, get your own. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, uh, Monday we're doing a little bit earlier than normal. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel like, you know, that that's fine. Um, helps work out the kinks. Karen had to reset a computer. 27 updates went happen. Not clear. Because we started earlier, it wasn't as bad. Right. Um, we won't be here till midnight. Yeah, so can't be, can't be upset about that. Um, of course, it's the Blackout Tips. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Podomatic. Um, just search the Blackout Tips. We'll come up. We appreciate everybody that takes the time out to do uh, to do that and listen to us at those places. You can leave us five-star reviews there, and if we like them, we promise we'll read them on the air regardless of content. Uh, so thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that'll be dope. Uh, and you can also do stuff like... Um, Go to the website, theblackoutist.com, vote in the polls, become a premium member, uh, do stuff like leave comments on each episode. Uh, we appreciate all that stuff. People that keep asking about our mailing address, it's right there, theblackoutist.com slash about in the about section. It's right there. It gives you a bunch of information about the podcast. The official weapon of the show is... The taser. And the unofficial sport... Is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. And today's podcast is brought to you by Tweaked Audio. Dot com. Go to tweakedaudio.com and you can get 33% off of some nice, high-quality inner ear headphones. They have many different designs, many different colors. They have these little adjustable inner ear pieces so that you get a comfortable fit. I use mine to play my uh, Xbox with, and I chat with my friends on it. I uh, bought a little Xbox uh, converter piece that I can use the microphone on it and everything, um, and I just keep it right there on my on my table my coffee table whenever I'm time and ready to play video games. So, you know, I, and I love that thing. I used to hate inner ear earphones because they were never comfortable and they always broke. Mine always fell out because my ears were small. Right. But now with this, uh, with tweaked audio headphones, you get high quality headphones. I haven't had an issue yet, but let's say they do break. Well, they give you a free lifetime warranty. So you can just get a new pair. Just mail it in. Get a new pair. They also give you uh, free shipping and 33% off if you could use code TBGWT at their website, which is tweakedaudio.com. So no more uh, red, suffering, irritated ears, guys. Let's go ahead and get comfortable for the 9-9 and the 2000. Um, so make sure you go to tweakedaudio.com, code TBGWT. All right. Let's get into the news. Lots of news happening today. Um, the world is crazy, Karen. Uh, yes, it is. The video of Suge Knight uh, running the dude over, because you no, know, I think we talked about this on the show. He's got he's in jail again for running two dudes over and killing one of them, I believe. I mean, yeah, at the shooting of the, the straight out of Compton thing mm-hmm. that uh, Ice T and I, yeah, I, Ice, no, Cube. Ice Cube and uh, Dr. Dre doing right. Exactly. So they they had a fatal hit and run. 
TMZ has obtained a video. Of course. Wow. TMZ, man. Like, I remember they went out there day one and they were saying, like, well, they, we don't know if there's video of it, the camera there. We don't know if it caught the the whole thing on camera. You know, it's not. we're not sure what happened. And, uh, yeah, fast forward a month, TMZ got the video. Yeah, TMZ, like, if it's a video, we gonna, we recorded it. If we don't record it, we're going to pay somebody to give us that shit. Yeah, so here's a video. I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't know if you guys can see it in the chat or not. I'll try to copy and paste it, but I'm, oh, okay. I guess, well, or is that just the image? I think that might just be the image. Yeah, okay. That's just the image. Okay. But it won't let you actually play it. Yeah, um, let's see if I hit share. Okay. Here we go. Learning on the fly. No problem. I can, uh, copy and paste the video location here. Okay. So when you, it actually be a video. Let's see. If, I don't know if it'll play. Okay. I guess it plays here. Yes. For everybody, too. Okay. So, um, you guys can play along with us or you can, uh, watch it later. But here's the video, Karen. Um, you, I said you haven't seen it, right? Mm-mm. All right. He, he, uh, pulls up to the thing. By the way, that ding kills me every time. <laughs> hey, you Sorry, really, dinner ready. Hey, you really can't. It says, and it's ding. It just points like this is Shug's truck. And you can see the two people, like a person up here walking towards the truck, but you can't see the top of him. You can only see him from the waist down. So he could have a gun. He could have anything, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So here we go. <laughs> Dinner's ready. Yes. So the dude, you see Bone is the guy's name. He comes running towards the truck. Sure. Looks like there's a, a struggle up there. Wow. Yes, a, sir. A couple of other people start walking. One walks towards the truck. Couple other people kind of get out of a car and start walking over to the side. Um, this is about thirty seconds in. Shook backs up oh. and backs right over Bone. So Bone is now, you know, been backed over uh, by the truck, um, and something fell off. I don't know if it's a the uh, mirror, uh, the gun, a uh, shoe, or something. Yeah. So then this other dude is Terry, and he gets leveled. And that is a oh big ass truck. My God. Yeah, he just runs him straight down. And Nigga, you going to jail. Yeah, I mean, like, and they don't know what, like, if it's a. I think I think that might actually be that dude's shoes up there. I don't know. Then they said possible gun because they show a guy pulling something off a of bone, putting it in the back of his uh, pants, looking around. Oh. So maybe it was a gun or something. Um, he come back? No, I think this is uh, the first time. They're just showing it again. Okay. They're just replaying what happened. Yeah, like there was some kind of struggle up there. Right. In the car. Like maybe like, they were swinging on each other or something. something. Somebody put a gun out. Like something happened. But it's almost, that's kind of funny. That first part is almost irrelevant because all they show is that you ran dude over and then you come back and mow down that other dude. Yeah. Like, I'm, you know, I hate to be like that, but whatever happened prior to that, it don't even matter no more. Yeah, I don't know how you get off of this. Right. You know, I mean, if Suge pull a rabbit out the hat on this joint. He he good. He got some good lawyers. 
Yeah. TMZ be knowing y'all. People. Man, I'm trying to tell you. TMZ came up. I'll be like, yeah, I'm there. I didn't even know I was there, but I, if they got a video on it, apparently <laughs> I was, my black ass was in the vicinity somewhere. <laughs> and then, uh, <clears throat> Suge's fiance said the video shows that Suge did the right thing. The right thing? Mm-hmm. So, oh, okay, so when he backed up the first time and pulled off, he should have just left the area, right? Uh, well, she says um, he did the right thing, uh, and it was understandable. The woman who asked not TMZ not to use her name told them it's clear as day that from the video, Suge was in harm's way, and I'm thankful he was able to get out of the way. She says Suge is adamant he was ambushed when he entered Tam's Burgers parking lot. His fiance says the aggressors were waiting for 12 minutes prior to Suge's arrival. As for the critical part of the video after Suge hit Bone with the side view mirror, the fiance says the reason Suge didn't just proceed forward down the street was because he couldn't back up far enough as a group of guys were blocking his path and they were trying to get him. The fiance also tells us Suge believed Terry Carter, the man who died, was in on the ambush. Suge told her as Bone was attacking uh, Suge, Terry was screaming and he could and he could shoot that he could shoot Suge. So I guess you know Suge is saying these guys were threatening them, yelling out, "Wow, they were gonna kill him and all this shit." And that's possible too. I'm not gonna say that's not possible, but mm-hmm. it's just one of them things where when people look at that video, it's gonna be a whole another story. Yeah, I don't know how you, yeah. The video just looked bad, man. Like, right. I'm not sure how you're supposed to get away with. with yeah, that. and I'm not saying that he wasn't running for his life, or or or, or they wouldn't am uh, set up to ambush him. Like you, you just never know people's intentions. Mm-hmm. Um, and looking at the video, it does like a gun was involved. So I can completely understand him. Be like, you know what? Let me get the complete fuck up out of here. Yeah. But when you go forward and plow that dude down, going forward like that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um. So that was uh, one thing that happened. Um, Sean Penn said he's not apologizing for his green card joke. To which I say, bravo. Yeah, because I cause, cause, tired of these fucking fake ass apologies, man. I know you're not gonna mean it. I know you don't get it. Right. I know you think that helping underprivileged people gives you a pass. I know people have your back. That on some like. Well, why should he have to apologize? It's him and his friend. Some people just don't want to get it, and I'm glad he didn't give us a fake-ass apology. Fuck it. You know, that's the thing about a joke. I don't mind when people stand behind that fucking joke. Yeah. Whether it's tasteless, inappropriate, whatever the fuck. When you, there is literally nothing else I can say about the man. Once, once, once a person says, yes, I said a fucked up joke. Yep, I don't care. I was just joking, and you guys either got to respect that or you don't got to respect it. Right. I'm I'm not backing down. I just meant it as a joke. He said he had absolutely no apologies for his comment. Yeah, it was and his and his mind was like I, it was no malicious thing in my heart, and I truly believe that. I truly believe that that was something between him and a friend. Yeah, I, I think it was wrong. I do too. But I I I I I like I said, if that's what you believe, fuck it. I can't do anything about that. You know, you just gotta think he's a dick or don't think he's a dick. The end of it. You know, right? Tired of people dragging shit out with. 
three or four different variations of apologies, apologies and defending themselves and making it someone else's fault. Well, if you was offended, no, fuck that. You don't, you don't, you know, I'd rather you just not say nothing and, and move on because a lot mm. of times these half-ass kind of sort of apologies just to calm people down when the people that's angry, no matter what you say, you're not going to please them. He was like, why well, waste my goddamn time? Yeah. According to him, the wide outrage spread by the moment he said, I'm always surprised by flagrant stupidity. I keep having more hope. The fact is that I understand it. I see it all the time when somebody sees the opportunity to frame something in the comfort that it will be common, that they can do that. Then they can get a group to look at them and that they will take on these positions and never really think about what it was. He added, I have absolutely no apologies. He said with a calm resolve. In fact, I have a big fuck you for every and anybody who is so stupid not to have gotten the irony when you've got a country that is so xenophobic. If they had their way, you wouldn't have great filmmakers like Alejandro working in this country. Thank God we do. Uh, he also clarified that the order of his comments were intentional. There's a little inside humor that he and I were, I know, and I and wanted to know, and he would be the first person in the room to know that his film won. So, um, there you go. He don't give a fuck. So, yep. And once people don't give a fuck, they've taken away all the power away from you. So it yep. don't matter what you do after that moment. Yep. All right. So everybody can be like fuck him or not, but right, he's still gonna make movies. You know, he's still gonna make money. Like the people being mad ain't gonna change his life. Yep. Sucks, but he ain't learn shit. <laughs> he's just like I'm willfully not learning shit. Fuck y'all. Um. Yep. Okay. Did you know, apparently, uh, depending on what region of the country you're in, uh, the Girl Scout quality of the cookies varies. The quality? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so some people getting cheated? Uh, this name of this article from CityLab.com is why Boston's Girl Scout cookies suck compared to New York City's. An L.A. Times investigative report reveals that not all Thin Mints are created equal. Just when you thought good ver- good journalism was dead, the L.A. Times goes all out with an investigative report on Girl Scout cookies. Um, I believe that people are trying to be cheap. I, and I guess they don't have like a central location. So I guess certain areas of the country must supply the cookies for certain regions or something. Well, apparently ABC Bakers and Little Brownie Bakers are the two companies that make them. And they're distributed in a patchwork around the country. And depending on where you live... Your local scouts might be selling you a decidedly inferior product. This you can determine by entering your address into the L.A. Times interactive map and by the following comparisons. So, Okay, let's see. Let's see about us. Then. I, I got to see what's happening here. Am I getting cheated? Um, let's see. Find me. We're in the purple, I guess. All right. Let's see what that means. Um. So they tell you, um, perhaps you're vaguely aware of the fact that they are both Samoas and Carmel Delights distributed by the Vested Lasses. Well, for, the former are baked by Little Brownie Bakers and the latter by ABC Bakers, according to two distinct recipes. Um, Carmel Delights cost 31 cent per cookie and Samoas cost 36 cent. Uh, sent per cookie. So we get Samoas. We need a goddamn caramel delight. What the fuck is a caramel delight? Right. And it looks like the purple ones are the ones that are better, and we get the purple ones. Yeah, because my box has always been purple. I ain't had no box. No, 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 Karen. Not the color of the box. Oh. Not the color of the box. On the graph. It's 
purple they have two different colors on each cookie okay yellow for uh, the people that that do let's see um by little brownie bakers i believe is no a, yeah little brownie little brownie bakers is purple and abc bakers is yellow yeah and, and my thing is uh when i want samoas do you give you give me delights i don't understand it's like i don't want delights okay no no i'm not understanding well i'm trying to read it too okay um more cookie than caramel milky or chocolate the abc version flavor profile is just a jumble of euphemisms for cheap little brownie bakers clearly wins so the purple one which is what we get mm-hmm. those cookies are the ones that aren't cheap okay but and it costs the way you was reading it costs more per cookie yeah and okay then not just the cost but you know the the actual the ingredients, ingredients are different and the design of the cookie is and the different. size yes i was looking at that that's why i was confused like the size is like, different it's my th- thing is have never looked like the ones on the left Oh, that shit got holes in it. Yeah, I've never, I didn't even know people got this. This explains what's wrong with Chris. Yeah, and and why some people, um, whenever they uh, get Girl Scout cookies, like them shit's nasty. That's probably because they're yeah. not getting the same kind that we're getting here. Yeah, and that would under that that would completely explain why some people are like, oh, Girl Scout cookies. Them shits is nasty. I'm like, mm. yeah, like they getting they not getting the good crack. No, you know, yo, they crack been stepped on a couple of times. <laughs> yes, it has. And our crack is is straight up hardcore dope, right out the crack house. Yeah. Um. So it says, uh, you would think thin mints would be good, but nope. Um. Apparently, uh, uh, little brownie bakers wears a gear. And also with tagalongs or quote unquote peanut butter patties, which is I guess what they're called by some people. So, um, well, I have a question. That, yeah. See, that's why I'm confused. If it's tagalongs, I'm supposed to be getting tagalongs. If it's peanut butter patties, is that Maybe, what they call them? I don't know if they're called that, um, but I'm guessing so. Okay. I'm guessing some places we don't know because we don't go outside of our area to get cookies, but I guess in some places people, like, remember when we did, we were talking about Girl Scout cookies and people were naming shit and we were like, what the hell is that? Yeah, the fuck is that? We uh-huh. don't have those. Okay. And it's, we never had peanut butter patties. And people were naming like other cookies and, and yeah, cook- caramel delights. I've never seen a caramel delight. I have seen in my life Samoas. And so apparently Samoas are the, the boss version of caramel delights. Oh, so that's their version that they make. They don't make some. Oh, cause that's why when people was talking, I was like, uh, I was looking at you like, um, what, what the fuck is a delight? Don't give me no delight. I look at you and smack that out your hands. Yeah. So mm, apparently fuck a delight. Okay. So apparently, uh, you know, we got to the bottom of the mystery, man. The, all Girl Scout cookies are not created equal. Apparently so. Well, I'm glad I'm with the real Samoans. Yeah, I mean, what was funny is if you look in our area, it's just our area that got the purple. If we were, if we were going to South Carolina, Carolina or even outside of the our, the Charlotte area, yeah. we'd be back in the yellow. Mm-hmm. Which is why we have cookie privilege. We've been judging people. <laughs> oh, yes, I have. All this time from for my high per- place of cookie privilege, and they didn't know any better. Oh, poor things. I don't know what to tell you. And um, and it probably is because mm, just the city. Like they was like Charlotte was like, nope. Y'all better y'all better give us the good cookies. A uh, Republican um, lawmaker. Have I ever finished the title of an article that started with Republican lawmaker that ended something positive? Mm-mm. He had to apologize for some stuff he said. 
Pan this out. Um, about- well, Lawrence Luckman, a Republican state lawmaker in Maine, equated the legalization of abortion to the legalization of rape. He came under a firestorm of criticism. Now he's taking it back. On Tuesday, blogger Mike Tipping published a series of controversial statements made by Lockman over the years, including this little gem from the 1990s. If a woman has the right to an abortion, why shouldn't a man be free to use his superior strength to force himself on a woman? At least the rapist's pursuit of sexual freedom doesn't, in most cases, result in anyone's death. After word of Lockman's comments got out, Maine Democrats called for him to resign. Instead, he apologised, saying... I've always been passionate about my beliefs, and years ago I said things that I regret. I hold no animosity toward anyone by virtue of their gender or sexual orientation, and today I'm focused on ensuring freedom and economic prosperity for all Mainers. Kate, uh, Lockman also made some comments about homosexuality and the IRS. He, he is only a state representative in the country's ninth least populous state, but it's a pretty liberal state. I mean, I was surprised to hear someone say this sort of stuff from the Northeast. Oh, you know, I'm. I wish I were more surprised. Yeah, I don't really care about their fears, but damn. If a woman has a right to abortion, why shouldn't a man be free to use superior power to force himself on a woman? Mm-hmm. At least the rapist. At least the rapist's pursuit of sexual freedom doesn't, in most cases, result in most cases result in anyone's death. Don't worry, guys. He apologized, so I'm sure, I'm sure, it's fine now. I'm not amused. Okay. Uh, <laughs> man, what the fuck is wrong with people? Oh. And you thought you you thought nobody was gonna say anything. You thought you was gonna, and you know, and sometimes I think they purposely do that shit. Like I really do think they purposely do that shit to rile up their goddamn fan base. I think so too. Mm, you because you can't tell me that they don't. Nobody knows it's gonna be backlash. Nobody knows that the people are gonna be upset. Nobody knows it. Just don't give a fuck. Now I normally uh, people always ask us about right you go to the CIAA tournament it's in your city it's in Charlotte Mm-mm. and I'm always like nah nope. not really a big fan um, everything gets mad expensive here yes they jack the prices up and the way that it's done is completely racist and I think people have a hard time believing us mm-hmm. when we say that it well, does we thought we we didn't we talk about this years ago us and Wheel years yeah, ago yeah, when we it very about, first came here we talked about on the show premium people have the archives they can go to the website they can look up the articles mm-hmm. and stuff because will was talking about it uh for those you don't don't probably like who the hell is will will and uh justin uh would come on the show a lot will you know he became a daddy and 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 you know trying to do adult shit so he don't come on the show anymore but I remember when they first when they first got here, he he said how they would hike the prices up, how they would change the dress code to places that he know normally don't have this shit. But when let's say the NCAA come to town, you don't have all this jacking up of prices. Yeah. Well, apparently, uh, the Charlotte Observer finally covered it. CIA service charge upsets customers at Ritz Lobby Lounge. And the Ritz already goddamn expensive. Customers in Lobby Lounge were charged an extra 15%. Patrice Wright and her husband stopped in at the Lobby Lounge at Ritz Carlton Hotel in Charlotte on Friday, and they had sweet potato fries and four drinks between the two of them. The CIAA was in full swing at the time. The bill for the Wright's drinks and sweet potato fries was $68 before taxes, 
it wasn't the price for the drinks that caught their eyes when she brought the receipt there was a ciaa surcharge that was included and we thought that's interesting because we have frequented the establishment several times and never had a surcharge that was associated with any organization that was in town guess the race right they just this is why i don't go out by the way guys they just gonna see two black people and then even even if you're not at the event they just under the assumption that that's why the fuck you're in town mm-hmm. wbt contacted the ritz carlton to find out why there was a ciaa sur- service charge in an email to wbt the hotel said due to the size of the ciaa event we instituted a mod- modest 15 percent service charge for our lobby beverage servers on whom the event places significant demands throughout the weekend this is just a we don't expect black people to tip right that's all so we're gonna be sure our people get their money yep but patrice rice says the service charges raise questions in our minds there are acc championship surcharge right is there a speed street surcharge is there a belk bowl surcharge all of these things take place in charlotte all of them take place downtown yes they do you know they're not there's no surcharge for that wbtv asked the risk hotel if it has a service charge for other big events in the city and if there was a service charge for the 2014 ciaa hotel management didn't answer those questions because there's not i was shocked right said i was disturbed because i thought that kind of price gouging had been addressed in previous years tom murray chief executive and you know they don't tell you before you order of course um and the thing is it, for in, in real talk it's just more insulting than anything else you know what i mean i took more than 15 percent, but oh, if you yeah. did this shit to me i would be so fucking livid with you right you wouldn't get another dime off me you tell are, me the most you, the least you can do is tell me so i can make my mind up right then like yeah i'm not even gonna eat here right, like, give I, me an I, option yeah i would like to go somewhere where i'm not judged by the color of my skin when i walk in the door as oh this person obviously isn't gonna tip so yeah and i guarantee you that the quote-unquote staff that's supposed to get this they don't get that 15 percent that percentage automatically goes to the hotel like you, you, they might you, anything over that they might get or any cash they might get but they're not getting that service charge their service charge is all hotel um tom murray chief executive office of the charlotte regional visitors authority said that's not our decision Certainly, it is their decision to defend whether they thought it was the right thing to do or not. I know it's common practice in the industry for some restaurants to charge an automatic gratuity for large parties or special circumstances, and that's what they may have done. Murray said private businesses can charge whatever prices they want. He said the CRVA was not aware of a CIAA service charge until Monday. I think what it really was was an automatic gratuity, he said. That's what we understand from Ritz Carlton. So it certainly wasn't a CIAA surcharge. That was misleading, and I think that was problematic. Right. Patrice Wright said no Ritz employees told her or her husband about the CIAA service charge or automatic gratuity before or after the bill arrived. We left the gratuity in addition to the CIAA surcharge. I've been to several different conventions and conferences, and we went to the Ritz, and I've never seen that before. And if they had to do it, it should be blanket. It should be. It should not be identified by the CIAA. Right. Just just say, hey, y'all, we're charging people the gratuity. That's understandable. But with you specifically having it as that, you go, this is this is a nigga charge. Yep. Because, you know, I wonder if any white people come in there that, that actually participate in events. Because white people go to HBCUs, too. Let's say white people come into town. I wonder, do they get that charge? No. Of course not. No, it's racist. Right. Because how you know? Correct. It's not like they walked in there. They say they've been there several times before. They're probably from Charlotte. It's not like they walked in there with John C. Smith shirts on. Like, no, nah, you, you fucking did that because you said black people during CIAA. 
gonna charge um so yeah man that's fucking disgusting man right and that's one reason why i don't go downtown i don't get involved i stay out of all those events yeah i i you know no respect man just no respect at all um all right let's see Rand paul comes out as being offended by gay marriage offended karen he is offended let me play some gay songs let's see what i got here okay Oh wait, I just realized I don't have to play that. Uh-oh. I can play my favorite gay song right now. Okay. Sometimes you feel insecure. Trust me, Bill, I understand. You look so good when you're walking by. Sexy comes in every size. Clarinet. You ain't playing. No, 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 no. But new man don't need no workout plan. Good to me. You're so beautiful. all right all right um so we got uh hold on someone just sent me what does it say no why why do people send you stuff like this during the middle of the show anyway um apparently Rand paul comes out as being offended by gay marriage offended karen well, for traditional marriage, I think marriage is between a man and a woman. Ultimately, we could have fixed this a long time ago if we just allowed contracts between adults. We didn't have to call it marriage, which offends uh, myself and a lot of people. But I think having uh, competing contracts that would give them equivalency before the law would have solved a lot of these problems. And it may be where we're still headed. Marijuana. Offense, offense, Karen. He gets offended by gay men. You know how we feel when a person calls us a nigger that's how <laughs> that's how Rand Paul and other straight people nameless straight people feel whenever a gay couple says I am in a marriage they go oh you mother oh I, I don't care nothing about you and your marriage I'm not fucking you. how can you say that how can you use that word only we can say that only straights can use that word marriage way to offend everybody 
<laughs> these are the people that republicans think can be president right sometimes i'm just like are y'all serious you guys have the most draconian fucking uh personal stances for morals it's crazy uh let's do some more gay news uh franklin graham and evangelicals controversial topic they'll do it tonight city council meeting just met in uptown they're raising awareness about a plan to allow controversial bathroom regardless of gender not everyone supports it eyewitness news anchor sarah rosario met with a group of supporters who say it's about more than just bathrooms sarah Allison, that's right. I was just here about two hours ago where a press conference was held here at the government center and supporters of the city's non-discrimination bill say it's starting to be known as the bathroom bill and they say that's exactly what they want to avoid. In a press conference here around 10 o'clock, protesters held signs behind the speakers making their message very clear. They are calling for equality, asking people in Charlotte to learn the facts about the non-discrimination bill and not listen to a message of fear. The biggest point of contention is a plan to allow gay, lesbian, bisexual, and transgender people to use whichever public restroom they choose without fear of discrimination. Other parts of this ordinance would prohibit restaurants, taxi services, hotels, and other businesses from refusing to serve someone because of their sexuality. Supporters say the purpose of this bill is really about keeping Charlotte open for business. They say 97% of Fortune 500 companies already have these protections and say it's time for Charlotte to join them. Charlotte really is alone in not having these protections as a as a as a world class city. Um, so as well as being the right thing to do, it's also the business friendly thing to do. And the group plans to have hundreds of supporters at tonight's city council meeting. Another group against the plans. It's called Don't Do It, Charlotte. They plan to hold their own protest here at 4 p.m. We will be here. You can count on eyewitnesses to cover that protest and also the heated debate heading into tonight's city council meeting. Reporting live in Uptown, Sarah Rosario, Channel 9 Eyewitness News. Sarah, thank you. And Channel 9 posted the full text of the new ordinance on WSOCTV.com. You can look for it inside Sarah's story on the homepage. Like, who the fuck is against this? <laughs> Don't do it, Charlotte. What kind of piece of shit are you? Hey, man, we need to make sure that we can ban uh, taxi cab drivers and businesses from... Uh, no, I mean, we need to make sure they had a right to reject potential customers based on their sexuality. We, de- we definitely need that. Like, how crazy would this sound if it was like, uh, we're going to do this based on race? Mm-hmm. Everybody would be like, fuck no, I don't care if you're a private business or not. You can't just tell somebody, hey, you're black. I'm not going to pick you up in my fucking taxi cab. Right. You know, we would be like, that's racist. Don't do that. But somehow we're supposed to go vote and make it okay because, hey, man, I don't understand all, all these letters. L, B, T, T, Q, X, Q, I, M, Z. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's confusing. And how are we going to use the bathroom? I mean... None of these people existed before yesterday. You know, they it's like they think everybody who's trans, queer, whatever, they feel like all these people have been holding it in. No. Like they've just been holding their pee <laughs> their entire fucking lives. They've, like they have never pissed or shit. <laughs> Anywhere. They, like it's going to be so confusing. It's going to be too confusing, y'all. You're going to have people walking in, taking a piss, and you're going to be like, what, what, what is going on in here? Is there another dick in here? I'm gonna have to suck it. Oh lord! Is that, is that what everybody's scared of? Is that if, maybe I just am not aware? But maybe that's the thing is I won't realize until it's too late. 
I'm gonna be at a urinal, and then like a a a a a person in a dress that has a penis gonna come to the urinal. They're gonna piss too, and then I'll be like, "Oh my god, I gotta suck that dick." All right, what's overcoming me? I I can't believe I gotta suck this person's dick. Uh, it's too confusing. I I normally come in here just to evacuate my bowels and my bladder, but yeah. for some reason today, I, the the intake is 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 open. The fuck is wrong with people? It's a, it'll allow trans men and women to use restrooms according to their gender identity. But the religious folks got to get into that. Of course. Re- re- Evangelist Franklin Graham got to come to Charlotte to make sure this law don't pass. Because that's what Jesus was about, y'all. Remember that chapter where Jesus was like, hold up now. That's a men's room. <laughs> I think it was in red. I think the writing was in red on that one. Damn it. I don't know what's wrong with the world. Anyway, let's talk more about gay people fucking getting getting discriminated against them. I'm sure I had some more. Let's see what I had here. Um I was almost a hundred percent sure I had. Because the real part about it is that people act like these people just came out of nowhere. They've been around for a very, very long time. You had family members, uncles, aunts, and everything, but you just ignored the fuck out of it, or you just didn't acknowledge them as people. Yeah, it's like because you just heard of it, obviously. Right. You know. Um. All right. So I don't know how long this clip is, though. But apparently, there's a bishop who got interviewed who said that. uh being born gay isn't what God intended. He's a Catholic bishop. I've been reading comments from you um, in different speeches, most recent one in Donamede, and uh, the argument that you can be a person who is pro-equality, you can believe in equality, but vote no yeah. on May 22nd. T- tell me more. Okay, well, the point... Actually, this is going to be way too long. Let me just read yeah, the clip. Yeah, that sounds like a flat interview. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the clip is... Um, so anyway, an Irish Catholic bishop said Monday that homosexuality... Is like Down syndrome or spina bifida. It was what? not part of God's plan, and that same-sex couples with children were not necessarily parents. Oh, now here's my thing. Um, if God is all powerful, how was any of this not in His plan? And how do you get to say? Oh, well, okay. You know what I'm saying? You get to say what's in His plan and what's not. So, are you saying God fucked up? Is that what He's saying? Like, if you have a child with Down syndrome, he's like, oh, shit, my bad, y'all. <laughs> I ain't mean to do that one. I was live tweeting The Walking Dead when you Not paying see, attention. My bad. And I maxed up the wrong sperm with the wrong egg. That was, I left out a chromosome or two. My bad. That's on me. That's, I added an extra one or two. Or is it like God is looking at the plan, like, when you have extra screws after you put, like, a desk together? <laughs> Go, shit, I should have used those. But it's just like, hold up, no. A, you flip part A to B and then insert screw C. Let me see them screws again. Like, it's, it's like. It's like, God damn it, it's not even in English. Yeah, who are you to fucking say? Who are you to say? Not to mention the insult that that is, not only to gay people, but if you have a, if you have a kid with Down syndrome, spina bifida. Right. Your kid is God's mistake. Whoops. <clears throat> or. If you're LGBT and you and you have a uh, a child that you've adopted, uh, you're not that kid's parent, not necessarily. You're you're parentish, you're parent like, you know. You're parent zero, okay. Less calories, yeah, same flavor, same flavor, but not 
quite parents okay you just your you pa- diet parent is what y'all are the light parents yeah light parent um in an interview with new talk news talk break breakfast radio program elfin bishop kevin doran argued that voters should reject an upcoming reverend referendum to legalize same-sex marriage because lgbt couples cannot procreate According to Duran, it was not a sin to be gay as long as people did not behave like homosexuals. So it's not a sin to see when people say that, that is the time where I do believe they might be gay too. When they say like, okay. no, 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 no. You can be gay in your brain all you want. It's not till you suck the dick that you're gay. And not till you lick the tank that you're gay. Cause I'm like, that's not how, as a straight person, that's not how I think. I'm like, if you want to suck dicks, you might be, need to look into that. Like, that might mm-hmm. be a thing that you are thing that inside. You like to do. Because it's a thing that I'm never. So, I'm, you know, it would be like if you said, it's not a sin. It's, well, it, they do say this. Uh, it's not a sin to want to have sex with a woman before marriage. It's just a sin when you do it. I'm like, I don't know. My dick was hard the whole time. Like, it wasn't like, <laughs> like choice is smushes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what church ask of people, what the church ask of people who are homosexual by orientation is exactly the same as what church ask of people who are heterosexual that they reserve sexual relations to marriage. No, it's not exactly the same. You say reserving for marriage and with a person of the opposite Opposites. gender. So you're actually not saying the same thing. Cause if you started asking me, like, I'm asking for you to wait till marriage and I need you to marry this nigga over here, I'll be like, nope. I can't do it. <laughs> just gonna have to be just living in sin then brother <laughs> not not switching up the style because you don't like it now it's completely different question to say that we believe marriage is between a man and a woman i.e he didn't want to say he didn't want to add that part because he knows it's not asking the same of the people um although he did acknowledge i guess that it is orientation as opposed to saying people um our sin to to have gay thoughts he's saying you're orientated that way naturally so it's like one step forward two steps back i guess right (sighs) that would be to suggest that some people are born with down syndrome or spina bifida that that was what god intended the thing about it is huh he's sticking to them two diseases yeah the thing about it is i can't see it in the mind of god well can you really see anything in the mind of god you're Mm -hmm. not god you know, if God is supposed to be this unknowable, all-knowing, you know, omniscient being with plans and plans and plans that we can't fathom, then how the fuck could you see it, man? You know what I mean? Right. People, they be knowing everything when it's time to talk bad about some gay people. They're like, mm, you know, God don't like that, man. <laughs> now i'm gonna go fuck these choir boys but y'all need to chill out right the things you you mentioned are disabilities the host pointed out your sexual orientation is not a disability he said well i'm not entering into that i'm just saying i love that response right i'm not gonna actually discuss the bullshit i just said i'm just saying it okay (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like a way where he can be wrong, but not have to confront it. If I said something factually fucked up, like, well, you know, Karen, women, uh, you guys don't deserve equal pay because uh, you guys uh, get taken out on dates. People go pay for all your dates, so why should you get, I should make more than you. And then you go, well, you do know that 
a man or a woman can pay for the date. It doesn't really matter what. <laughs> right. What and then, and then I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not going to get into all that now, Karen. All right. <laughs> oh, you're crazy with your crazy thoughts. I'm not going to get into all that craziness over there. <laughs> with your oh, woman thoughts. Yeah. Oh, oh, Lucy Goosey over there. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to talk about the, I'm trying to talk about gender equality and you talking about how much people make. He's like, I'm just saying it would be wrong to suggest that everything that happens happens because God intended it. If that were the case, we'd be talking about a very different kind of God. Huh? I don't think he understands. The all-knowing, all-seeing, omniscient God that you purport to to worship. So now he, so now conveniently, God needs some help, dog. Like conveniently, right? Like whenever it's some shit that you don't like, God needs some help. Yeah, man, God couldn't have seen this gay shit happening, man. I mean. Psh. Yeah, man, this it's out of control, dog. You know, he you wrote, mean the gay stuff that's been happening since man been around. Yeah, that gay stuff. Okay, why don't God just revise the Bible? So much has happened in two thousand years. You know, you don't want to read. You don't want to add like a addendum or something. <laughs> Ratify it. The internet, planes, space travel. You know what I mean? Like shrimp, <laughs> shrimp and pork won't kill you now. It won't slowly, but not you know, but not, <laughs> not, not, not at a, the same pace. We got refrigerators back then. You you touch that shit, you would die. We invented this thing called ice <laughs> to keep it cold. Like you don't want to just like put the Bible two point up there, so add a chapter or two. We got vehicle tennis shoes. Niggas need help, man. This gay thing's out of control, man. Nobody knows what to do. <laughs> like you can't just throw something in there, like. Jesus can at least add some footnotes or something. Like I wasn't <laughs> wasn't talking about gay people here, right here, guys. It's okay, you know something. We gotta we gotta update that shit, man. Yeah, the the Bible. I don't know what version we on right now, but there's a bunch of them out there. I mean, we got King James. Can we get like a LeBron James version <laughs> for the twenty <laughs> for the ninety nine and two thousand? Can we get something? <laughs> I'll settle for like an 80s version. Just right. <laughs> some some more updated than this, man. Motherfuckers walking around here talking about people can't adopt kids. Um, he also argued that allowing same-sex marriage would be a redefinition of parenthood. People who have children are not necessarily parents. They may be recognizing the law as their parent, but the whole relationship between life-giving and parenthood is being separated. I just want to, well, I hear shit like this. I just want uh, the son from Empire to go to that dude's house and do that militant gay dance with his hips. That just the kind of song like a man love a man, man love a man, a man love a man. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's get back to these women. Okay. 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 Because y'all are terrible. <laughs> Apparently, we are. It's getting out of control. We don't need y'all gays getting married. Let's get back to just can we just can we just do a Patricia Arquette and get back to white women and just their problems? Only. An angry pastor warns Katy Perry's devil music is gonna prepare teens for the Antichrist. Her devil. So a lady music. says the other day that she sold her soul to the devil. Name's Katy Perry. Oh, I don't listen to Katy Perry. I don't listen to Madonna. I don't listen to Lady Gaga. I don't listen to Beyonce. I don't listen to any of them. I got better things to do. Hear the lyrics of E.T. that uh, that Katy Perry sang. 
Some of you kids probably have heard these lyrics. Here we go. I'm not going to read all of them because some of them are very embarrassing. But she talks about in her lyrics about having a, 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 a physical relationship with the devil. Let's put it that way. And in that she says, here are the words she's singing to the devil. You're so hypnotizing. Could you be the devil? Could you be an angel? Futuristic lover. Different DNA? They don't understand you. You're from a whole nother world. A different dimension. You open my eyes. Did you get it? You open my eyes. The gnosis, the knowledge that it comes. I'm ready to go. Lead me into the light. The light. Is not the Lord Jesus Christ the light? That's not who she's talking about. But she says, infect me with your love. Fill me with your poison. Take me, take me. Want to be a victim. Ready for abduction. Boy, you're an alien. You're touched so foreign. It's supernatural. Extraterrestrial. And on she goes and prays and worship and singing to Satan. You don't know why your kids are rejecting the Lord Jesus? They reject the gospel of Christ? They reject the word of God? It's because they've picked up that spirit. They're going after our youth. They're going after our young people. When I was a kid and the Beatles came to America, I want to hold your hand. That was what they sang. Yeah! The girls went screaming mad. Everybody had a time. I want to hold your hand. Well, that's just as innocuous as anything can be. What's that mean? But before they finished, they were singing about the yellow submarine. Yes, they were. They got deep into Eastern mysticism. It, was, it became satanic. They're going after our young people's mind. They want to destroy them. They're wicked and vile creatures. They want to prepare a generation that will embrace the Antichrist, no questions asked. How many of you know about Lady Gaga? Well, don't want to know any more about her. <laughs> if you never heard her name, if you never saw her or Madonna or Katy Perry or what's this last one to go screaming mad? My, Miley Cyrus gone screaming mad. If, if you never see these women again, you'd be better off. Because they are exercising a horrible influence over young people today. Devil music, Aaron. Everything's the devil music. Yeah, everything's the devil. And you so ain't like, saying nothing that people wouldn't say in 50, 60 years ago. Like, like this, this, this ain't nothing new under the sun. Mm-hmm. Like everything's a damn devil when it comes to when it comes to music. Yeah, everything's a devil, and I don't know about nobody else. I mean, I mean, well then, do you have sex with Christian music? I mean, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to fuck. I don't want to hear praise the Lord in the background. Mm-hmm. Don't you remember what your mama told you about girls? I remember, Mama. Lois, Lois had a loss of creep this morning. Really? We look for coffins together. Her name is Vicky. I don't ever want you associating with little girls. Why not, Mama? Because little girls are the devil. That's right, Karen. Little girls are the devil. Everybody knows this. It's all the devil. I think I got some more clips on that, Pastor, too. Not a big fan of organized sports. Bunch of overgrown monsters, manhandling each other. Remember when that man wanted you to play foosball, Bobby? Let's talk about Bobby playing football. I don't like it, Mr. Coach Klein. I don't like it one bit. You see, my boy is too delicate to be playing foosball or whatever you call it with them gargantuans. Foosball? 
You playing the foosball behind my back to school? You going to school? Ow! Gallivant with your fancy foosball friends at school. That's right. It's the devil, guys. You go on to school. You listen to the radio. Kate Perry. Getting educated. It's all the devil, guys. It's all the devil. The devil is at the hall. Hey, you got to be careful, man. The devil. Everything is the devil, then. Why did he know so many of the words? He could have, like, they don't have a, a, a rap genius for, for pop music. Because I feel like he could have looked on pop music, the mm-hmm. pop genius, and they would have told him, like, no, it's not about worshiping the devil. Like, well, I wonder what, I want to play him, like, some some of my favorite songs now, you know? But like, yeah, man, have you uh have you heard Beyonce's Drunken Love remix? Mm-mm. Oh, the devil is up in this already. I can hear it. Mm-hmm. The bass. He's everywhere. The devil is everywhere. Yeah. Uh so you see, the devil says, Woo! You will never need another lover. Cause you're a MILF and I'm a motherfucker. Think about that. The motherfucker of sin. <laughs> told you to give the drummer some now the drummer coming he's talking about the apocalypse guys the four horsemen of the apocalypse need what a drummer like all armies have the drummer boy oh lord now i'm pump pumping all over your stomach now clearly he's talking about famine one of the horsemen of the apocalypse you're gonna be so hungry all over your stomach Tonight, I see some super freaking hoes that could go from being stripper to a super CEO. See, that's what they got to get in your teen's head. They're making your teen think that it's okay to be a prostitute for money. And that you can go to be the CEO of Microsoft. Talk about Bill Gates. I, I don't know the way you do it, but you do it to me, though. And you always tell your girlfriends... You need to you a TV show. Now, what comes on the TV? The devil. Think about it. Can't have the devil without TV. So I got them two antennas, like horns. Now you got your own money. You don't need nobody else. But as far as handling all that ass, I think you're going to need some help. That's right. Satan hates what? He hates people whose hands is praying that's why they say idle hands need some help because the devil and your kids gonna do that like who left his radio on the hits 104.7 somebody did like i feel like to turn it off one day he was like what the hell he woke up the, what the hell is this this is why your kids go to, this is why preachers kids go to school and fuck everybody like this why it's like can you imagine living with that well, what you listening to? Uh, I was listening to some uh, Katy Perry. The devil? Like, mm-hmm. shit. Katy Perry not even like a, the dirtiest act. Mm-mm. Oh, man. See what else these women are doing wrong. You know, you guys. Oh, we do everything wrong. Yeah, let's do a lot of bad things. And if things. we don't do it wrong, we get blamed because we ain't do it right. Um, Let's see. Oh, a Lebanese TV presenter had to cut short a uh, interview with an Islamist scholar because he was being rude as all the fucks. 
مثلا مجموعه من المسيحيين او من النصارى ينضمون الى تنظيم اسلامي او يؤيدون. For all y'all people that can't understand what he's saying, let me, uh, actually it doesn't really matter. He basically told her shut up. Oh. At one point. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. He like she tried to speak and he was like shut up. Let me see if I can get to that part. But listen, don't cut me off. I will answer as I please. I will not answer the way you like because I'm here to serve the idea which I believe. She said, just respect the second we respect. He said, what kind of behavior is this? Please don't get our work up. We respect you and don't and know you want to give a complete answer. Unfortunately, we have a limited time. He said, I agree with Mr. Ibrahim Harvey. She said, so he said, I'm serving the idea that I believe in. She said, in this studio, I run the show. Right. Said for your own benefit, I'm telling you that we're running out of time. And he was going on a long ass tangent. Said, but I will be the one to decide. Right. You come on my show, dog. Right. Say you can decide as much as you like, but I will do whatever I want. So he said, are you done? Shut up so I can talk. Oh, I'd be like, if y'all don't turn this mic, get this camera off and get him off my air. I'm talking so that the people can understand. How can a respected sheik like yourself tell a TV host to shut up? <laughs> so I'm respected. Whether you like it or not, she said, enough, let's wrap it up. <laughs> it is beneath me to be interviewed by you. You are a woman who... <laughs> he got cut off by her. Just one second. Either there's mutual respect or the conversation is over. And she got him off She got his ass up out of there. Right. With the commercial. Oh! I love it. Right. She was like, oh, no, 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 no. You're not doing this here. Oh, my God. She got his ass up. She was like, um, yeah, get him up out of here. Yeah, she basically, he basically was talking and went on a tangent. And she was like, um, I'm trying to push the time along. We have a limited amount of time. And he basically got nasty with her because she was telling him, we don't have time to go on this tangent that you're talking about. I'm trying to wrap it up. And, and she was like, I'm trying to be respectful, but he just got really, really nasty with her. The more she talked, the angrier he got. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And then, and then that's, that, and that's one thing where, uh, a lot of times, a lot of, um, 
people and even people in our country too when it comes to women and women talking and women voices and shit like that people just people just don't like that and and this is one of those things where uh even for me and even for me talking right now i know you out there i know you love my voice i know you like this well, they I know just, you they, like this. They could just hear that that flapping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you like this. I know you only come to listen to Roderick. I know that, dog. I know that. <laughs> I know that. But I'm here for you. I got you. <laughs> um, let's see. Apple uh, had three big announcements today. They coming out with an Apple Watch. Now I don't, I, I don't, I didn't follow any of this shit. I don't really follow, like, I like Apple for iPhone. Yes. I don't really follow a lot of that tech news stuff because, um, I feel like, um, I'm not really on the cut edge of tech, tech normally. But apparently they have an Apple Watch that's coming out. Mm-hmm. I hope it's better than the other ones because they said a lot of the other ones, you know, people. Other ones? What do you mean? Like, there's other watches. Like, don't, don't, well, other watch. Don't Samsung or one of the other companies have a have a, like a watch that's connected to their phones? They can answer phone calls. Oh, I, I don't know. They do. I, I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, they got they got theirs coming out for Apple, and it will be available April twenty fourth. With many other features of a cell phone, Apple emphasized the watch's notifications, which will alert users of scheduled events, social media happenings, and breaking news. The watch will also let people to make and take calls, read and send messages. Make payments with Apple Pay and track workouts, uh, and track workouts among other features. It will work with other Apple devices to navigate and install apps. How big is the screen to be able to do all this? I don't know. I didn't, uh, didn't look it up. Let me see. Yeah, we, we actually going to James Bond. Yeah, um, I don't know. It doesn't look big, but they're not showing it on a wrist. Let me, uh, okay. I had to Google uh, Apple Watch to see if they got, like, a picture on somebody's wrist. Um, okay. I mean, it's not that big. I mean, it's much smaller than a phone screen. Okay. But you probably can adapt and adjust and zoom in, zoom out. You know what I mean? That, like, I'm assuming you can do that type of thing, too. I don't know. Um, um, number two. The Oh, wait. And the prices, of course, people want to know that. The battery will last up to 18 hours. What the fuck kind of watch is? Uh, <laughs> you got to watch that. that It stops being a watch after like 18 hours. Like, you know what? Do, can, can you uh, plug into your computer like your iPhone to keep gonna it charged? You're going to have to. Obviously. It was like, you better set it for 18 hours after that. This watch is no longer watch. <laughs> right. Watch this bitch run out of juice. Right. So now I ain't got a watch or a phone. <laughs> right. They both charging. <laughs> Apple's watch for it. With, has a lightweight band. It'll start at $349. The mid-range Apple Watch will start at $549. Uh, and the Apple Watch edition with an 18-karat gold band is $10,000. Well, if you want the top of the line, you'll pay for it. What? What's the difference? 18 solid carat gold. But a gold watch... Don't cost ten thousand dollars, does it? Watch in my gold chain in my. <laughs> a gold watch. I'm looking on Google. I put gold watch. One hundred eighty nine dollars, ninety five dollars, hundred sixty five. How many cash goes is it? Uh, I don't know, man. They said eighteen. Put eighteen. Eighteen carat gold watch. Yeah, because that's what they had. Eighteen. Okay, eighteen k gold watch. 
189 125 <laughs> The most well, expensive one was $1,700. Shit. Well, if y'all paying, you might as well go buy you a gold watch and a gold chain and I pay that much. $10,000. Wow. Mm-hmm. And somebody going to buy it. Yeah. Several somebody's. Uh, it's a lot more money than the charger for the other models, which sell between five fifty and a thousand and ten dollars, thousand one hundred and ten dollars. Yeah, them bitches gonna have to drop in price if I ever think about getting one. I don't even really. I had to see somebody with one and see what it to does. To see why I would want one, I don't right. even want the iPhone five. Like I have, a, I, we both can upgrade our phones right now to iPhone fives, mm-hmm. and I don't care. Like I mm-hmm. like I'm I'm good with my four S right now. It works fine. Yeah, and I love uh, Apple. all the all the connecting devices in my house can work with it. Right. That's why we didn't upgrade before. Cause we was like, I don't feel like upgrading, spending all this money to buy new shit. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I might be out of that that type of tech game. Right. Because I don't stay like on top of tech like that. I just you know see people tweeting, see people posting, hear people talking about it. That's how I know. Number two, HBO Now is coming to Apple without cable service. Starting in April, you can get a $15 a month uh, service for HBO Now uh, with a free month for new subscribers. Good. Ain't this what everybody been crying about? Yeah. I mean, uh, unlike HBO Go, HBO Now won't require any sort of cable service, just online subscription. Right. And I think it's it's just exclusively to Apple. And people are Mm -hmm. complaining, but, bitch, that's what you get. You either come to Apple or you don't get the service. Well, it's it's only exclusive to Apple for the first three months. Okay. Okay. Then after that, it branches out. Right. People are upset because um, that is right during the Game of Thrones. So it's right. like, oh, I don't have an Apple iPhone or whatever the fuck. Now I can't get that unless I can't watch Game of Thrones unless it's through Apple. Just sorry, you better go find a pirate like you've been doing. Yeah, that's what the fuck companies do. That's how you make money. Right. They will also cut the price of Apple TV from $99 to $69. Right, because they're going to make an extra money from that. That makes mm-hmm. sense. And their new MacBook is their lightest MacBook ever, and it's about $1,300. So there's your Apple announcements, man. I'm, you know, like I said, it's not stuff I'm interested in, but I'm sure people are going to get it and going to be interested to see what people do with it and waiting in line and all that shit. Uh, Republicans tell Iran that a nuclear deal won't outlast uh, president, the Obama's presidency. 47 Republican senators signed an open letter to Iran's leaders warning that a potential nuclear deal won't outlast Barack Obama's presidencies, I mean presidency, hinting that Congress does not intend to honor it. This is by far one of the most scummiest things ah! I've ever seen in my life. Oh, they asses. It's so fucking petty. Right. And it's so, it's like borderline treason. Mm-hmm. The, the, the president, respect the fucking office if nothing else. Yeah, they've never respected him ever since he's been in office. And then get mad when he do shit that exercises his rights within his uh, part of the branch. Then they be getting mad. But they was like, you almost you give him no other choice because you won't you won't do anything he brings to the table. Or if he brings it to the table, he got to give you something. 
Yeah. And he's like, well, fuck yeah, I'm going to do this. And you're like, well, we're going to appeal to it. We're going to turn it out. We're going to overturn it. And I don't know. And, and it's, it's just very, very frustrating. And it's one of those things where we don't want to be looked at as a do-nothing Congress. But y'all, ha- y'all haven't done nothing. Yeah. You fucking, shut, you fucking shut the whole country down. You shut the government down, dog. And it's amazing how these people going to vote for them again when they goddamn shut the government down. Yeah. I don't get it, man. Me either. I don't get it. I It's... I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is going on with people down. It's like everybody's just lost their fucking minds. They don't like Obama, and then they're just like, well, it's time to betray the country. It's time to, to consort with people that we call a sworn enemy. Like, they think it's, it's supposed to be some badass warning, like, yeah, the nuclear deal that, that Obama's got in place, it, it won't last longer than us. It's like they're courting war. They're trying to undo his diplomacy of course and 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 it's funny though because the thing about it is that as much as people criticize obama he's tried his best to you know get us out of war pull us out of places like shit that was started way before he got here and i promise you if some of these other people would have been elected president we'd have been in war more wars because you know for a lot of them they're like fuck it war first who trying to talk we america bitch yeah they basically trying to like that Right, some condescending like, hey, you might not know how our government works, but just because the president says, nah, 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 the boo-boo, we don't got to do it. So it's, it's, uh, it's sad because half the country's probably cheering them on like, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, if it was like the other way around, if George W. Bush's last two years, if, 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 if fucking Democrats would have been writing letters to Iran, they would have been like, oh, no, these motherfuckers are terrorists. They're, they're terrorists, too. Mm-hmm. This is such a disrespectful thing to do. Oh, yeah, because they, they give zero fucks. Yeah. Just, Letter t- to Iran. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Basically, like, this nigga won't be around forever, but we will. And that's the other problem. They writing in there that they expect to be there for decades. And a it's lot one of the problems of with this country be. as is. Yeah, a lot, a lot of the offices you need restrictions. You you shouldn't be in there till you ninety, a hundred, a fucking croak. After a certain time, your ass just you do not need to get reelected. You just you just have a term. Yep. Um. So I guess there's a chilling audio of an unapologetic Ohio terror suspect who called local television station. Um. An Ohio television station aired this interview with Christopher Cornell. Who authorities accuse of plotting terror attacks in the United States? They had the YouTube. For the first time, right here, you are about to hear the voice of a 20-year-old American man from Ohio who said that he wanted to carry out terrorist attacks in this country and wanted to kill the president of the United States. We're talking about Christopher Cornell. He was already on the FBI's radar when he was arrested back in January, and now a local television station has exclusively spoken to him in jail by phone. Take a listen to this short, edited clip of their one-hour conversation. The event in which I planned on Tuesday, September the 20th in Washington, D.C., would have been a great attack against America. Even with my capture, its repercussions will not stop. Although it would have been a major attack against America, events that will follow are dangerous and more enormous. Than with the Islamic State, I have connections with many brothers over there. Um, We've been corresponding for quite some time now, actually. 
The FBI finally caught on these past years. Was it their idea for you to plant pipe bombs at the Capitol and have people running outside to shoot them? It was a mix of both of our ideas. When did you first come in contact with them? I won't say that in specific either. Um, you have to give me some insight on how somebody would go about contacting someone. How would I do that? How did you do that? Do you do that through um, you know, YouTube videos? Through encrypted messaging. Can you give me an idea of other things that you would write on encrypted messages? Talking about how we should wage jihad in America. We should form our own groups in alliance with the Islamic State. When I say groups, I mean, you know, um, what would you call uh, sleeper cells? <laughs> Rahil, how dedicated were you to carry out this plan to wage jihad in America? I'm very dedicated. Um, like I said, I'm a Muslim. I'm so dedicated that I risked my life. You know, let's just say a whole lot. If you weren't arrested that day when you were at a gun store buying two guns and 600 rounds of ammunition, what would you have done? What have I done? <laughs> I, I would have took my gun. I would have put it to Obama's head. I would have pulled the trigger. Then I would unleash more bullets on the Senate and the House of Representative members. Then I would attack the Israeli embassy and various other buildings full of kufar and want to wage war against those Muslims. That's what it happened. Um, your plan got to be a little tighter than that because there's a lot of steps to get to that. Mm-hmm. Now, I know the Secret Service been slipping up, but... Yes, they have. They ain't slipping up that much. Nah, that's You rely on a lot of things to go right, brother. Mm-hmm. Um, Are these all in the same building? Because if you got to go up street and around the corner, you ain't accomplishing none of this. Yeah, but that's how they keep us scared. You know, but hey, that's the uh, people that... Republicans want to write letters to mm-hmm. encourage encourage them. Right, and people keep giving their rights away. Nope. Uh remember that, um well actually, let's just let let's just get into fucking with black people right now. Okay. Um someone compiled the fifteen most egregious uh examples of police misconduct in the DOJ report in Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Um Actually, this joint, this is very terribly organized. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Um, <laughs> uh, so, DOJ alleges Ferguson police frequently dispensed with justice instead of policing with the goal of generating profit for, for the municipality. Um, instead, policing with the goal of pro- generating profit for the municipality through fines and fees. For example, they enacted a traffic enforcement initiative with the sole stated goal of generating revenue. Right. People are shocked and surprised by this because... City council voted to keep a municipal judge after one council member said the judge does not listen to the testimony, does not review the reports or the criminal history of the defendants, and does not let all the pertinent witnesses testify before rendering the verdict because, because the city cannot afford to lose any efficiency in our courts nor experience any decrease in our fines or forfeitures. (laughs) <laughs> they're like you come in here fucking you guilty basically yeah like we don't got time for justice Mm-mm. justice takes too much time it costs too much money right what doesn't cost money and what doesn't take time is just sitting your ass to the motherfucking uh jail and ruining your life and your kids life and your family's lives ferguson police officers frequently fail to document arrest i believe that too 
Uh, officers will sometimes make an arrest without rep- writing a report or even obtaining an incident number. And hundreds of <laughs> that's like number. Who needs a goddamn number? And hundreds of reports can pile up for months without supervisors reviewing them. Mm-hmm. Uses of force of- often go unreported and are reviewed only laxly when reviewed at all. Right, and then people wonder why the people in Ferguson are like, uh, you fuckers, uh, planted this. Y'all did some foul shit. Y'all ain't right. And everybody's like, no, no, no. Wait a minute, it's the police. Ferguson police officers handcuffed. They held a man without reasonable suspicion while looking for another man. The handcuffed man was never charged with a crime. Department of Justice claimed Ferguson police officers often detain suspects without reasonable suspicion to run checks for warrants, a significant source of revenue for the municipality. Mm-hmm. Charging fees and fines. A Ferguson police officer jailed several young African-American men for disorderly conduct after he claimed that he smelled marijuana, despite the fact that an investigation of the car did not produce marijuana or any other contraband. Ferguson police officer arrested a man for refusing arrest. Now, that's always a conundrum. You're Anything under, could be refusing arrest. You're under arrest for what? I mean, you're under arrest for what? You're under arrest for what? Well, now for for refusing arrest. Right. But I just asked for why. Do you, okay. The man that committed no other crime, he claims to have lost his job as a direct result of the arrest. I believe that too. Ferguson police set a police dog on an unarmed fleeing man. An officer received a 30-day suspension after he was arrested for a DUI and no punishment for instigating a bar fight. Wow. They tasered a man who bit an EMT while having a diabetic seizure. So he didn't bite the guy on purpose. He was having a seizure, uncontrolled, not in control of his body. So they tasered him. Wow. The Department of Justice uncovered a trove of racist emails. We've talked about these. The black man held a job for four years for Obama. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd be so glad this be my last child support payment month after month, year after year, all those payments. They wrote in a 2010 March email that mocked African-Americans through speech and familiar stereotypes using a story involving child support. April 2011, they had a one a email that pictured uh, Barack Obama as a chimpanzee. Uh, in May 2011, email stated an African-American woman in New Orleans was admitted to the hospital for a pregnancy termination. Two weeks later, she received a check of $5,000. She phoned the hospital to ask who it was from. The hospital said Crime Stoppers. Wow. A June 2011 email described a man seeking to obtain welfare for his dogs because they are mixed in color, unemployed, lazy, can't speak English, and have no freaking clue who their daddies are. Keep in mind... uh when people were defending the Sony emails, this is the kind of shit that the people send out. Mm-hmm. The, the email chains that we're not on. Correct. An October 2011 email included a photo of a bare-chested group of dancing women, apparently in Africa, with the caption, Michelle Obama's high school reunion. And December 2011 email included jokes that are based on offensive stereotypes about Muslims. But we post-racial. Okay. There were many other additional email communications that exhibited a racial or ethnic bias, all as well as other forms of bias. Our information has not revealed any indication that any officer or clerk, court clerk engaged in these communications uh, that was ever disciplined. Nor did we see a single instance in which a police or court recipient of such an email asked the sender to refrain from sending such emails or any indication that these emails were reported as inappropriate. Instead, they were usually forwarded along to others. Wow. 
Ferguson police arrested a man who was attempting to help his girlfriend who had been injured in a car accident and was bleeding profusely. They arrested quite a few people that rushed to the scene to help their loved ones. Um, so so just, you're going to help your loved one. They arrest you. Mm-hmm. The Department of Justice alleges Ferguson police often failed to take allegations of misconduct seriously and in many cases did not even record them contrary to clearly outlined regulations. Hey, this cop is doing blah, blah, blah. Nope. We we'll, we'll look into it. Bye. Ferguson police officers who lied to investigators were not reprimanded in many cases. I believe that too. So, Ferguson PD continuing yeah. to, to bat it out the park. Mm-hmm. A hundred? Oh, yeah, a hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's no ifs, ands, or, or buts about it. And basically, they was like, hey, y'all know them niggas over there y'all kept saying was lying? They was actually telling the truth. Mm-hmm. They was actually telling the truth, y'all. And you wonder why the fucking city was riding. That's why. Right. That's why black people, when we saw it, immediately went, yeah, we can tell. This story is so predictable. We know what happened. Like, we don't even need to see it. We know mm-hmm. what happened. This is a city where this is mostly black people are under the fucking boot of an out of control police force. And they're fed up. We all said it. We were all like. This is an obvious fucking. This is an obvious case of people being tired of the bullshit. Mm-hmm. This wasn't just Mike Brown; it was Mm-mm. everything mm-hmm. coming together. A long, long history. Yeah. Um. Apparently, there were some frat bros. Uh, Sigma Alpha Epsilon, I believe, that had a video that was chanting. And they got out. Oh, you, you thought that would never gonna get out? Someone on the bus recorded it. Of course. I hope that person is uh is safe. Yep. In case you didn't understand what they were saying. They were basically saying there will never be a nigger. That is a SAE, Sigma Alpha Epsilon. Um, the actual frat came out and said they're aware of the video. They're shocked and appalled. Those behaviors are not consistent with our values. We are investigating the details. Um, they closed the chapter of the university in Oklahoma, suspended all its members. The men in the video may have their membership privileges revoked permanently. Good. They said, we apologize for the unacceptable and racist behavior of the individuals in the video, and we are disgusted that any member would act in such a way. Furthermore, we are embarrassed by this video and offer our empathy not only to anyone outside the organization who was offended, but also to our brothers who come from a wide range of backgrounds, cultures, and ethnicities. Right. This type of racist behavior will not be tolerated and is not consistent with the values and morals of our fraternity. We have more than 15,000 collegiate members across the nation. And this incident should not reflect on our brothers because this type of hateful action is not what Sigma Alpha Epsilon stands for. This is absolutely not who we are. So I'm release a second video of the chant. Wait, they, why is there two videos? <laughs> this one's taking a second to load. Damn it, Instagram. You failed me, Instagram. I believed in you. I had to refresh. 
and you played me like this. And it, this might be something that they might do all the time. This somebody just happened to record it this time. Cause the way they was chanting, this ain't no brand new chant. That's the thing. They try to make it seem like, well, this one, Mm-mm. this one rogue chapter Mm-mm. has gone off the rails. It's like, that sounds pretty traditional. Right. Like, like, like we all get along, you know, have black fraternity step. It's like, hey, this is what we do. Yeah. Honestly. Maybe this is yeah. how white fraternity step. We just didn't know cause we're not in them. This particular one, yes. Yeah, maybe that's what, maybe we've just been tripping. And really, this is how it's supposed to go down. And we haven't been paying attention. Um, so yeah, they closed the, that branch. But, you know, of course, it's the internet. People start looking into it. They've had other incidents. Not surprising. Yeah, they've had other incidents where racism has reared its head. I think, they said on their website, there's they tout their association with the Confederacy on their website. The mm. the Dixie flag, you know, Sigma Alpha Epsilon, the fraternity that was kicked off of the University of Oklahoma's campus last night, after video emerged of some of his members signing a race singing a racist chant that celebrates lynching, proudly touts his history on his website. Sigma Alpha Epsilon is only is the on, is only is the only national fraternity founded in the antebellum South. The fraternity's national webpage ad, explains, adding that the frat was founded in the name of intense sectional feeling, and that it's initially confined its growth to Southern states. Though SAE had fewer than four hundred members when the Civil War began. 369 fought in the Confederate Army. Only seven fought for the Union. The uh, video that thrust SAE's University of Oklahoma chapter to the national spotlight certainly has echoes of the Old South. It consists of a segregationist, a segregationist refrain repeated over and over. There will never be a nigga in SAE. Interspersed. Interspersed. Interspersed with an allusion to the campaign of terrorism white supremacists once used to maintain Jim Crow rule in the South. You can hang him from a tree, but he'll never sign with me, is what they used to say. Uh, In the video, which has now been widely uh, shared on YouTube, white fraternity members dressed in formal attire jubilantly belt out a chat on a bus. An unknown camera person most likely using a cell phone catching the video while riding on a bus. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've seen like uh people that were talking about it on the internet and they like took a picture of like their comments in the comment section. There's a bunch of people that are like I joined and was disgusted by the racism and I quit like a month later. Shit. Yeah. Um so this is hardly the first time that they find themselves in hot water due to racist actions of his members. To the contrary, a brief search for publicly available articles in the news database Nexus uncovers several similar incidents. In 2013, the frat's Washington University in St. Louis chapter was suspended after pledges recordedly saying racial slurs to African-American students, according to one description of the incident. One guy began to recite the lyrics to a rap song, Bitches Ain't Shit by Dr. Dre, as if it were a slam poem. He was reading the lyrics from his phone. The majority of the group of guys he was with found it funny and some were laughing. One member of the group was videotaping the event on his phone. The guys in the group asked the black people in the booth to show some respect for the performance as so-and-so continued to read the lyrics. He came across the word nigga and said it with no hesitation. One of the black students tossed an empty bottle with him 
in anger, only to be told by the group that it was part of the song, so it was okay. The black student replied that it was still offensive, and the group apologized half-heartedly. By the way, that that could be hilarious. Bitches ain't shit, <laughs> but hoes and tricks. Um, the student later apologized and admitted that the stunt was part of an initiation for Sigma Alpha Epsilon. So basically, it's sponsored by the fraternity. Mm-hmm. The president of the Washington University chapter also apologized on Facebook. December 2014, SAE's Clemson University, we covered this on the show, gave it 100. They hosted a crisp Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Based in, uh, named after California-based Crip Street Gang, photos of the incident depicted att- attendees at the party flashing gang signs, dressed in costumes, attempting to make them look like gang members. Actually, we might have given them 75. I think they didn't use blackface. Right. Most of the leadership there resigned after the incident, and the chapter suspended all activity indefinitely. I mean, they ain't coming back. Nah, they'll be back. Indefinitely only means we're not giving you a return date. Okay. So basically, till you're not mad no more. In 2006, an SAE member at the University of Memphis quit the fraternity after two other frat members harassed him for dating a black woman. According to an editorial in Memphis Commercial Appeal, the former SAE member said SAE members used the N-word to refer to his girlfriend and that they also suggested that he must have met Darden on the street one night and that he couldn't possibly be interested in a real relationship with someone of another race. The Associated Press later reports the two students were suspended by SAE's national office after they determined that these students made comments that were inappropriate and unbecoming. In 2006, SAE's Baylor University chapter hosted an e-dog-themed party that the university's NAACP chapter labeled insensitive. According to the Baylor Laureate, pictures uh, captured students wearing bandanas, holding 40-ounce bottles in brown paper bags during the party. One of the pictures depicted a student who covered herself in bronzer in the imitation of a black person, blackface. The pictures were discovered after they were posted on Facebook. These motherfuckers are stupid, too. Yep, social media be getting you. In 2000, SAE's Oglethorpe University chapter was put on probation along with chapters from three other fraternities after the incident where African-American students visiting from other schools faced racial harassment and assault. According to one news report uncovered on Nexus, officials at two predominantly black colleges were competed in a cross-country meet at Oglethorpe, complained that Oglethorpe students and fraternity houses threw bottles at athletes and screamed racial epithets. Shit. For track? <laughs> who gets into who gets into cross country that hard? That's just because you're racist. All <laughs> right. Like you can't Nobody even... can. I ran cross country. Nobody gives a fuck. Right. In 2009, Valdosta State University in Georgia hosted a community forum on heritage, hate, or fear. There was a inspired. There was inspired by the University of SAE's chapters practice of flying a Confederate flag on the front lawn. A lawyer for the fraternity's national headquarters warned that the chapter could lose its charter if it continued to fly the flag. So there you yeah, go. If members are like, "Hey, I joined," they racist, y'all. Yep. And Oklahoma football player—that's the university where this happened. Mm-hmm. He had a reaction to the racist rant. Oh, he 
kind of sound a little upset there yeah irish sooner is his name on twitter and apparently he is quite upset <coughs> can't even really get mad at him you know what i mean like this is the shit it that it does to people i mean dude we had to go online and tell everybody you know what to go do with themselves and i uh, can't blame them um but yes you know and because he's right you go to these places and these are the places where people tell you that Race. you know racism is dead yeah, we're post-racial. post-racial why does everything gotta be about race yep that's what he's mad about he was like you basically come and tell me that you're not racist and then i see this and he must have recognized some people in that video because he was like hey you know y'all the same people that you know i'm cool with but yet you say shit like this yep um there's a quote from an article in uh oklahoma i mean uh, washington post where a guy basically says, I was a university student for Texas. I was at SAU at Texas in 2000 and 2004, and the exact same chant was used then. This is not isolated to this one Oklahoma place. Mm-mm. It's probably something that's, that's passed down from gener. This is generational. Like like I said, like black fraternity step. Like this is this, like this is a thing. Like. Because frats are all about handing down tradition. Right. Racism is one of America's most proudest traditions. Correct. And so that's one of the things with Buzz passed down, passed down. Oh, and they said they couldn't hear the video. The Which little, one? The one of the dude? Mm-hmm. or Yeah, the the short one that you just played with the... Oh, shit. Um, oh, I didn't know. You can go, you move on. Because we basically told you what he said, Yeah, guys. he basically just was like, you old punk-ass motherfucker, man. Like, he was just mad, dog. I don't know. Yeah, because um, yeah, it was low. Yeah, sorry guys. Um, I had to catch the replay on that joint. No problem. Because uh, also the the recording was was of someone with a phone and a camera. Right. So it wasn't like a direct play. Yeah. All right, man. Um, let's see. Oh, six. Nah, nah. We'll do that tomorrow. Let me see if there's anything else we need to cover. And eh, we'll cover the rest tomorrow. Uh, and including this Bill Cosby bullshit. He did some more shit. Oh, he back in the house? <sighs> this nigga, he is the rapist <laughs> that just keeps on giving, ain't he? Yes, he is. Uh, I feel like we've been fucked with, so I feel like it's okay if we go right to uh, Ball Alert. Let's do it. All right. New ill sick. My even parent. That's what I was saying. Ah, I can't even lie. Nah, I was on some fire. I just got it put out to your LSD and Love me not, so love me not. All my bitches love me. Five-star bitch, just a five-star bitch, just a five-star bitch, that's a five-star bitch. They fly, and your head something fine, and you a five-star. 
all right uh should we let the chat room pick or you want to pick we can it's up to you we can let chat room pick all right here's your choices number one how to not lose a baller by at nick so fly thanks but i'm not your charity case why sometimes we don't need your help that's number two number three shots have been fired online now what by queen ivanya Number four, K. Michelle breaks it off with Bobby Mays, says he's fame hungry. Bobby Mays news leak. And number five, bo- uh, Baller Relationships, Dating, Don't Scare Him Away by at Milligree. Um, and number six is How to Become a Rapper in 2015 by at Nick Sofly. You guys tally that up. I will uh, play some thinking music for you guys. like two one all right sounds like we're going to number two i love the uh off-brand versions of the where it's have like the swafford singers do <laughs> there's like it's not the real original people that sang it all right all right um let's see here uh thanks but i'm not your charity cases the one that everybody chose i'm a little surprised guys mm-hmm. seen a lot of twos twos mm-hmm. one two one it uh, I've been wanting to write this blog for a long time, and a recent post on Instagram actually prompted me to sit down and do so. Mm. I am a dark-skinned black woman. I know. Shocker. <laughs> I have been dark-skinned and black all of my life. Right. I have seen black women be discriminated against, bullied, disrespected, and misrepresented by people of other races and people of our own. I have seen us kicked to the side, told we're not beautiful, told we are unwanted, treated as secondhand citizens by the very men we marched to City Hall to support. I've seen it all, but this isn't about that. Have you ever seen some black women rallying on behalf of dark-skinned black women when it wasn't necessary? Does it annoy you as much as it does me? While I appreciate the sentiment and the thoughts, not every issue warrants a crusade, and definitely not on my behalf. Thank you, but I'm not your charity case. Mm. One of the recent situations was the case of Pharrell's girl album cover, which included a white woman, a Spanish or Asian woman, and a light-skinned woman that people didn't recognize was black. I remember black women ripping Pharrell to shreds, implying that he hates black women. Despite the woman on the cover being black, him having black leads in previous videos, and black women running his business dealings. Then, to appease black women, he drops the album artwork for his Marilyn Monroe single featuring a beautiful dark-skinned queen and women ripped him to shreds asking why he didn't name the song Dorothy Dandridge. Yes, this really happened, and I'm disgusted. You see, me, I don't feel the need to be included in everything. Not for nothing, if the girl on the cover of his girl album wasn't black, I wouldn't be entirely offended. One listen to that album tells you who it was made for, and I can assure you we all know who bought it. I was versed enough in Pharrell's contributions to urban music to know he showcased some of the most beautiful chocolate women in the past. Mm-hmm. So it's okay if we don't make the cover of every album. It never once was implied we weren't beautiful. Right. There was a recent time when a young lady attempted to imply that P. Diddy did not like black women and encouraged his sons to do the same thing. Diddy, who has three children by Kim Porter, Diddy, 
diddy who has black women holding some of the highest ranks in his company diddy the de- the young woman who made the comment suggested that because diddy chooses to date light-skinned or mixed women it means he does not like black women personally this is the dumbest misconception i've ever come across snapple fact you have the right to be attracted to whoever slash whatever you please i agree with that right I don't care what race, color, creed, gender. If that's your thing, that's your thing. Like, I think one of the things people got to get over is this idea that everybody's, uh, if you're black, your genitals belong to the race. Correct. You know, like you, like, I saw him with a white girl. He, what the hell is going on? Like, nah, that like, you don't owe anybody your sexuality, woman, man, whoever the fuck you are. As long as you're not running around actively trying to hurt people or tout, you know, some sort of superiority with that choice, what the fuck does it matter? Right. You know, and I wish people would get the fuck off of that because it's destructive and it's only pointing out the bigotry and the and the, and the ignorance within yourself. Right. You know, I, I I've seen the people that go around and they do actively try to troll everybody with shit like, you know, if I had mm-hmm. me a white woman, I'd be okay. I get that. And I understand why those people need to be called out. But if you just see a black dude that's dating a white woman or some shit, to question that person's blackness, nah, man, get the fuck out of here. In fact, me, I actually applaud people to do that. Because especially down here is one of the things where I'm like, hey, that's your thing. More power to you. Because I don't want you to feel threatened by my presence. Because a lot of times they run into uh uh, black, especially if it's a black dude dating a white woman, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, they deal with a lot of sisters who are very, I'm not offended. So I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm a friendly one. Mm, no problems over here. Yeah. I just hate that that's even a thing for people to get right. into because there's so many actual targets out here with people that really do do and say very destructive things in the name of Correct. just trying to belittle black people with the whole like, White people got, you know, when I date me a white woman, I don't have to deal with this shit. Or when I got me a, you know, whatever the fuck, like my white man ain't going to go. Th- like, I I understand that. Mm-hmm. Those people, fuck them, obviously. Right. But there's just this whole thing where it's just like, so-and-so married to a white woman? What? You know, it's like, all right, you got to stop. So, uh, yeah, and I, and I do think a lot of that is just insecurity. Like, why would I be offended by that choice unless you clearly we're trying to offend me right mm-hmm. uh so yeah she says uh are short men going to revolt going to stage a revolt against me because she's like i don't like dating short men right no if you're like if you like light-skinned women with curly hair every dark-skinned natural woman is not going to be offended don't let the dummies on social media fool you as long as you don't put down one to big up the other i could care less about where you choose to lay your penis right Chen- this is this is the smartest thing ever written on here. Not that other things ain't been smart, but this might be my number one favorite so far. Let's see if she can finish this off strong. <clears throat> Chances are I probably wasn't attracted to you either. That also is a big thing. Right. Well, you'll see people be like, well, you know, this person right here should have got them with this kind of person. You're like, well, would you date her or would you date him? No. Well, then shut the fuck up. Right. What are you talking about? And you're not giving out no consolation pussy either. Like nobody giving out consolation. Like nobody sitting around like, I'll do. I'll give you this pussy for the race. Like nobody's mm-hmm. doing that. Like come on, man. Yeah, just because you black and I'm black don't mean you turn me on. Right. It don't mean I'm attracted to you. Uh, who you choose to have sex with has no bearing on whether or not you appreciate the beauty of dark skinned women. 
um thanks to the people on social media that point rarely gets across agreed correct that's the other thing like just because you're married doesn't mean oh i'm married the only person i'm attracted to Mm-mm. you know or the only type of person you, not true you see when you start these wars on social media and you go crazy on behalf of black slash dark-skinned women it's us that get hurt it's the dark-skinned woman who sees that it's not that serious and gets lumped in with the people who are overly sensitive yeah that's another big thing like when people are going Sad. in about lapita mm-hmm. but lapita wasn't actually being treated bad at the time Mm-mm. or when people do the which is the, one of the funniest things because i know they're trying to help but and, and i stay out of it because i don't feel like having an argument i know they're trying to help but it's almost like you're treating her like she has a disability when you do the whole like look at Lapita at the oscars oh nobody better say she doesn't look good and you're like nobody is saying she doesn't look good right. because i will kill a motherfucker if they say she don't look good Nobody. Nobody has a problem with her. They think her dress is stunning as well. Right. Because I, you know, it's just like a bunch of like bloggers and shit just waiting for someone to finally like say something fucked up about Lapita and nobody has because we're all kind of like, yeah, she's attractive. So what? Right. You know, but it's like they almost made her a mascot. Mm-hmm. You know, end of the day, Lapita has done uh, two movie roles and is about to do, hopefully, that Star Wars going to be epic. Yeah. But. You know, she's about to get an, another major role. You know, she's uh, she gets designed for by some of the best fashion people. Mm-hmm. Like, she's definitely not treated as anybody's second rung, second tier talent. You know, she's, you know, considered uh, to be a very beautiful woman. So it's kind of funny because you did see people caping for her. And I, you know, and I talked to um, my girl uh, Fire 100 on mm-hmm. Twitter. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, she's dark skinned and she was like, so you kind of see it too. And I was like, yeah, obviously I'm not trying to start no shit with nobody, but you know, she was like, yeah, it's patronizing as a dark woman. I feel like they're patronizing me. Like, right. Like I'm handicapped and, <coughs> and, and like you got, you got to come defend me. Yeah. Like, well, you know, you're not supposed to be attractive, but, but we, we know you really are. We're just saying no one thinks you are, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I can see why that would be condescending. Um, you know, and they do the same thing with a lot of people. Like, uh, if you're fat, right? They do the same thing. Like, oh, oh, you better not talk about no damn Gabrielle Sidibay. Now she is fine, and I don't care. Monique is bad. You better shut your mouth up. And you're like, okay. At some point, I feel like you're saying this more as the political statement of saying it rather right. than just then, meaning it. Right. You know what I mean? Like if I say Jill Scott is fine, I just mean Jill Scott is it's fine. fine. Like yeah, I'm going to put my penis inside bitties. of Jill Scott. I don't mean it in a politically, socially, what <laughs> impact would this have <laughs> on the mean, world? Yeah. And that's it. That's all you got to mean, you know? Uh, anyway, so she says, um, and yeah, and I do think dark skinned women get lumped in with that when people start thinking, you can't say nothing bad about dark skinned women because dark skinned women will flip out. It's like, not really. I really think there's a lot of people caping that may or may not be dark skinned. They just don't want to hear your, you know, they just are tired of the shit. Correct. There's a difference between discrimination and not being everyone's cup of tea. And at the tender age of 30 years old, I've learned that. Why should I immediately get lumped in with people, black, white, or other, who want to rally on my behalf when I didn't ask for it? No shade, but I'm a big girl. I can handle myself. Black women are some of the strongest women I have ever encountered. No need to handle us with kid gloves. 
we have been through some of the worst in history and for some of the most minuscule topics to be a crutch given to us by people who don't even have to deal with these same situation it's annoying no i don't care if you don't put me on the cover of your cd and no i don't care if you date white women i do care if you disrespect me don't do that right yeah i remember i was talking to a friend and she was like i was at a party with my friend this guy came up to both of us and you know my friend she's a very beautiful woman she's dark skinned and you know he kind of like came on to uh me but not her and i didn't i felt bad so i didn't really like return his advances because of blah 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 and i was like does she got like like was she, she got like no arms and <laughs> like is, is her face horribly dis- discarded or disfigured like why would you even think that like why would you even think to look down on her in any way at all because you it's not like she's gonna get outrageously jealous she's been dark-skinned before that day she gonna be dark-skinned after that day yes she will and i'm if you're saying she's stunningly beautiful you're gonna there's a ton of men that find her beautiful that will walk right past you and stiff arm you to get to her right and i'm pretty sure she's gonna take the number so i don't know like don't do nobody no favors on this one just be yourself correct you know just be yourself be you uh i'm a dark-skinned black woman for every person who does not accept me five others do i've been called ugly before and in the same breath i've been called beautiful while standing in a room full of women 10 shades lighter do you know how many dark-skinned women are killing the game does lapita nyongo still slay is naomi campbell not the baddest model walking are there times when people, when women of color are genuinely mistreated? Often, but not every time is the time. Please don't start a race war on my behalf. I do not look at the color. Of my, I do not look at the color of my skin as a hindrance, and out of respect, I would like for others to do the same. Thanks, but I'm not your charity case. Mm. Uh, so we got some comments on this joint, of course. Uh, the first one is from Moving in Silence. First model above is gorgeous because there's a picture of a model. Um, I put it in the chat so you guys can see what the model looks like. Lipstick is everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So says first, uh, the model of, in the picture above is gorgeous, but in my humble opinion, motherfuck people with their new age insecurities. This is like big girls wanting Victoria's secret to sell bigger sizes or women calling everything sexist. I happen to be a plus size black woman and all that shit is because for some odd reason, they feel small in comparison. Carla Jenkins says, I think moving the sounds might have missed the point, but okay. Carla Jenkins says, social media just amplifies how society sees black women, helpless and voiceless. I do think that there's a whole lot of loud and wrong out there that drowns out the smart people at moving in silence. I'm a size 12, 5, 11, and I wear a size 12 shoe. I go to specialty show stores sometimes, tall girls for shoes, because that's where my sizes are. The same with petite and plus sizes. V says, I like this article and largely agree with L eight eleven eight sentiments. I too am dark skinned, fab, witty, and confident woman. I walk in any room and any event and I feel like I'm just as good as any other female in attendance. I don't think I'm better than there are uh I don't think I'm better, but there are times when I've been slighted and underestimated. And since I'm not going to suddenly change complexions, I'm pretty sure that there will that will continue to happen. And while I treat everyone fairly and know that true love is not defined by race, I'm offended when well-established black men who grew up poor and who benefit from their cultural experiences seem to exclusively date and or marry women who aren't black. 
just because they are not black. That's not love. That's self-loathing. To point this out isn't, uh, to point this out isn't always jealousy. I do, I don't think it's ever wrong to encourage us to love each other more. See, I think that's like a thinly disguised, like, you better not be dating no white women. Right. And, and, and the, and the thing about it is this. Why is it that when a black, I'm just, I'm just speaking from like culturally from the black race. If a black man dates anybody that's not black, why is it assumed that he hates black women? Mm-hmm. Cause that's the problem. You, it's assuming that he married somebody outside of the race because he has an issue with black women. And that's not so you can marry. I've seen it before people. You can marry somebody outside of your race, be it man or woman. Or same thing with the woman. If a woman marries, black women marry somebody outside of her race, it's a problem, it's an issue. You know, you could have got a brother <coughs> when it don't mean she don't love her daddy or her mother or the black side of her. It's almost like people think you, you almost turn your back on your race and you disown them because you marry somebody different. When at the end of the day, when it comes to love, like true, true love, that that's it doesn't care, you know. And sometimes I think people get overly sensitive. And I mean, people are like that in general about race. But I think for some reason, black people get highly offended. Don't you bring no white bitch up in my house, or don't you no, know, don't you bring no white boy? Black black people have grown up in households where their parents would tell you they ain't trying to hear that. And I think that's I think that's very dumb, mm-hmm. you know. I, I and 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 the thing is like. To me, I don't care, but a lot of people really, really, really get into the the it got to be all about the black thing or else it's not true love. And I and I don't believe that black love is beautiful. Please don't get me wrong. But whoever you choose to love, it's about you being happy, not me. I don't have to fuck them. I don't got to live with them. Yeah. I mean, also, like there are people like that, but you want them dating you? You know, if you really do think someone's dating white women or outside of the race exclusively as some sort of statement on how they feel about black women, what the fuck you want that nigga for? I won't want him. Yeah, don't don't give me your pity dick. Don't give me the You think that person's going to look at you as an equal? That person's going to want to respect you and learn to love you? Like, no, they can get the fuck on. Right. And, 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 You're more valuable than that. You are more valuable than that and, than to think that you need that person's you know that person to come back to you to, to the race quote unquote mm-hmm. so they can do what D- date women that they truly don't really respect anyway it can't and don't truly love or lust after or want like nah fuck that let that nigga move on yeah and, and something something i realized too and, and a lot of times because a lot of uh, women period but a lot of black women have been hurt a whole lot in life and so I think for a lot of them, they feel that betrayal. But my thing is this, when it comes to it, I don't want nobody that don't want me. And I think on social media and stuff, people waste too much time arguing and fussing and, and getting these debates about people that don't want you. If they don't want you, move on. Who gives a fuck about their opinion? Well, well the other thing is a lot of people, this is how they get attention. Right. Like they're not a catch. Nobody does want them. But they, but ego wise, they would like to be in the discussion. They would like to be talked about. So then they spend all day talking about how, well, black women is this, black women are that, black women don't get this, black women, because th- that's the only time that they're going to actually get black women to pay attention and talk to them. Mm-hmm. Chances are, you know, if they met that person in person, they'd be like, yeah, you don't, it's something lacking. You don't have charisma. 
you you know you're physically unattractive uh your station in life is just you know not very well or you just have a very bad attitude there's a lot of guys who think they're good guys that just have very bad negative attitudes right you know they say a bunch of negative shit about black women they don't even know what's coming out of their mouth like but they, women are listening but right they don't even know that you can tell that what they're saying is completely condescending and right. reprehensible but then if like girl i want some pussy she's like mm, not that buff that bullshit you just said i'm going over here right and nothing's ever their fault it's just your fault as a black woman why aren't you fucking me because they believe in that same community pussy type thing where hey i'm a nice guy i should get the pussy right and it's like you know like you got to get outside of your own ego and part of that is leaving the whole well you got to you know i don't care how you feel about black women you need to come back and find you a sister like for what if that person don't want to be there let them get the fuck on right plenty of other people want to want to get in this you know right and And if i get in this i'm not talking about just some pussy i mean get in this love in this community there's plenty of people we're a very inclusive community um love is where you find it not you know you can't force anybody back into love um selena says i live in a state that depending on what city you're in you will either see a variety of interracial couples it doesn't matter me to doesn't bother me i will date who i want i actually had an ex ask me why i didn't date outside my race at the time i just never thought about it but i know why he asked there's only four percent of us living in this state he didn't want me to just settle for someone because of race i have friends from different races and i feel it definitely widen my knowledge of life i have witnessed more hatred for my own with and with the same race as long as you respect me and not cross me we are cool i love diversity like the writer i never need a reminder that i'm black i'm five nine size ten with hair mid back and da- and brown we are so critical of everything and everyone because we are too afraid to just live our lives and handle things as they come right nico Rowe, that was selena nico Rowe says this was so necessary. I get more upset with people that make it a dark skinned girl issue than I do with people being accused of colorism. I have preferences. If you prefer someone that doesn't look like me, cool. I prefer dudes that finish college. Same difference. <laughs> Everybody got their standards right. Sean says, I agree with V and Miss Rose. The model in that pic is radiant. What is her name? <laughs> she is beautiful. Artist formerly known as says, I have to respectfully disagree. I don't think it's fair how we try to shush dark-skinned women. Now, isn't this funny? A dark-skinned woman wrote this, and you're like, nah, shut your dark ass up. Let me tell you how to think. And the way you started, I'm going, did you read the article? Dark-skinned women have been the butt of people's jokes for so long, even within the community, that it's only naturally natural to be oversensitive. The lack of representation in the media, the erasure of dark-skinned women within Hollywood film, I can go on and on and on. And especially, it's like, did you read what she said? I don't think she did. She she couldn't have. Yeah, her thing isn't like there's no discrimination and black dark skinned women have no problems. Yeah. yeah, or either she read it and just can't and just and just. She's and like, just, I'm gonna say my thing, right? Right, which is irrelevant to what the uh, what the topic is. Yeah, and especially on social media, do y'all even see what black men and non black people, even some other black women, say about dark skinned women? There's blatant discrimination towards dark-skinned women similar to what a Klansman would post. Social media would be in the forefront for black women speaking out about colorism. Oh, she just bought up a think piece and posted a piece of it on here for y'all. Yeah, she just copied and pasted. Mm-hmm. Would it be logical to tell black men to shut up when they accuse everything of being racist towards them? She's not telling dark-skinned women to shut up. Mm-mm. Like, how did this go over your head? 
I don't think she read the article or didn't care. Because racism and colorism are cut from the same cloth. Is it right for white people to tell us to stop assuming everything is racism and using the past as a reason to hate our white people or label them? Dark-skinned women have every right to be upset. If it was okay to accept things as is, we would have a long-ass thread on every black-dominated site about racism and police brutality, so let's reevaluate what we're talking about. It's annoying how black people and white people often want black women to shut up and stop complaining. But it's perfectly okay for black men, gays, white women, and others to rant on and on and on about societal treatment or any type of discrimination and justice. She didn't read it. Yeah, she didn't read the shit. She read the title and that's it. Also, um, what a false ultimatum. Because, yeah, you know how everyone's always on board with black men, gays, white women, and others ranting on and on about societal treatment? You know how progressive everybody is about those things? Mm. Yay, we all agree. Mm-mm. People still tell them to shut the fuck up, too. Yes, they do now. But no one's telling this woman. This woman's, uh, the person who wrote the original post was not telling anyone to shut the fuck up, um, which is so funny that this is the response you get to that. Right. You didn't read it. The more you try to tell an oppressed group to get over something, the louder they become. Also, Pharrell hasn't openly dated dark-skinned women and put in one or three dark-skinned women in a video or a cover Every other blue moon, and he put the model on the cover after the backlash, does not make up for anything. Betting Kim Porter does not mean Diddy loves dark-skinned black women or does have some sort of complex. Does Well, he has three children with her. That's There's a difference between betting or wanting to marry someone. I'm glad people go... you, baby? You yeah. sound hurt. I'm glad people go hard for what they believe, and if you hate being treated a certain way... They have every right to speak out about it as much as they want, as loud as they want, and as much as they can. I bet this woman not even dark-skinned. She did exactly what this woman said. Mm-hmm. Well, she was like, stop trying to help and speak for us. I'm dark-skinned, and this is how I feel. Girl, let me tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> right. And l- let me speak out for your, on your behalf. Move out the way, dark Let me tell you how to do it. <clears throat> Artist formerly known as says, hopefully you all don't criticize a white person who tells a black man or woman to shut up and stop making everything about race. Or tell a gay man or woman, uh, uh, oh, shut up, it isn't about homophobia, because that's exactly the logic y'all are using as a dark-skinned black woman. No one is going to sit here and tell me to scale back my anger. There are dark-skinned women out there who are walking targets. Being dark-skinned and gay, dark-skinned and fat, dark-skinned and transgender, dark-skinned, or just being dark-skinned and a woman. If a dark-skinned woman, uh, if dark-skinned women are being discriminated against and people are being colorist, I'm going to speak about it. And I'm going to support the many people who feel the same. Just like we go harder, we think even a speck of something is racist. We should empathize with the baby brother of racism, a.k.a. colorism, regarding the victims. Wow, they glossed over everything this woman just said. Yeah, it's like this shit didn't even matter. No, they came in with their own agendas. They uh, just seemed dark and was like, oh, I got, I got something to say about dark folks. Uh, v says, I don't think anyone posted comments here is in denial about how badly dark skinned women and some men are treated in society and on social media. But the recurring theme in L118's article and my and Nico's comments is that we thrive regardless. Some people are just plain ignorant and we can't combat ignorance in any way besides being a success in spite of it. Some people will always hate blacks or Latinas, always assume they know it all. Okay. Keep living in la la land and feel however you want to, but cross paths with me. Try to disrespect me, and I hang your ass. Till then, don't pity me or assume that I need your validation. I'm good. Right, because that's what you're doing. Of course, Terrell Jones shows up about now. 
I think that darker skinned people are considered not as beautiful as lighter skinned blacks and that's how society as a whole has been programmed. I know a lot of dudes who will wife a female if she's a red bone, no matter how bad her character is and the same with a lot of females too. All you have to do is look at Phaedra from the Housewives of Atlanta. Oh Lord. And how she married Apollo right after he got out of jail even though he's a well known defense, she's a well known defense lawyer with money and she just had to get a red bone to let everybody else on the show and everybody watching Know that she had made it. No offense to Amber Rose and Eve, but both are former strippers from Philadelphia who came up hard. Eve married a billionaire. Amber Rose was with Kanye and married Wiz, two multimillionaires. Keep me, tell me the dark-skinned women that pull something like that off after being strippers. I will say that I am light-skinned and thankful for my blessings. Oh, Lord. Terrell's such a troll, man. Every time. It's always the same with him. Like I, it's like he hate the women on this site, but he don't want to. Yeah, he revoked his membership. <laughs> Miss, you can never get enough. Says that's ridiculous. Apollo is fine. She didn't get with him because he was a red. She got with him because he is fine. Eve was not a good example. That was really a not exa- smart example. You say it as if he plucked her right out of the strip club, shaking my head. Amber and Eve represent like. Point oh 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 three percent of strippers, and regardless of color, that's made it. Eve isn't even a red bone. Look at Drea. She's a red bone stripper and still trying to quote unquote make it, begging a dude to marry her. If your assumption was correct, some millionaire would have snatched her up by now. But it's about more than color. I do agree that most think that lighter complexion women are more attractive than darker complexions. Society can't change them or how they think, but as dark skinned as a dark skinned woman, I'm not offended. And think it's more about preference. The same ones that prefer light skin usually prefer long hair. So if that red bone comes with no hair, she's no better than a dark skinned woman. I prefer dark men. They look better than light men in my opinion, even though you do have some fine ones. I barely look at a light skinned man unless he's super fine, whereas an eye looking dark man can catch my attention anytime. It's just a preference. People prefer who they prefer. Mm -hmm. And then on another note, as a dark-skinned woman, I've never felt inferior to a light-skinned woman because of my complexion. I hold my own. If a guy chooses my light friend over me, maybe she's prettier than me. He has more ass than me, smarter than me, bigger titties, not because she's lighter than me. And V said this. So she agrees. Honey Huntus, Huntus says, Preach, I'm dark-skinned woman, and I have walked out of a room being chased by men of different shades and races. My presence is a force. Three snaps. <laughs> Dom Gal says, if you think social media is bad, try going to model casting or actor, acting castings. Uh, they specifically only ask for light tone women at times. By the way, they are not black owned. And I don't know why producers continue to use those same casting companies because the casting agencies are the ones who pick and choose these women. Cat Soup Princess says, great article. It's always exciting to hear other people's perception of this magnificent world we live in. Couldn't have summed it up better, Cat Soup Princess. And uh that's it for Ball Alert. Got a job in Dallas, Texas, and you move to 
wanna see If you ain't a five star, need to go ahead and face it Fake Gucci, fake Louis, shout it, that'll make it fix it It's a five star bitch, it's a five star bitch It's a five star bitch, ain't a five star bitch And the boot gang. None of these hoes doing shows in a recession. Their cars get declined, now they suffering a depression. Damn. While I'm spending meals, selling all kind of deals. I'm a five-star bitch, eating five-star meals. My whole lifestyle, like coming to America. On my Louis love, you see my bag, how I carry her. Yeah, Trina did kill it. Um, yeah, that's my favorite part of this whole damn song. I know. That's why when you call the other people, I'm like, who is that? Drink on this song. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, we're guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race. The number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race. And the chat room is racist. They are very racist. Contestant number one. Let's do this one. Um... This lady chest bust butted. This lady what? chest butted. Fight over a handicapped spot at Walmart sends a 71 year old woman to the hospital. Well, damn. Shit got real. Real, real. It doesn't matter who's in the right, who's in the wrong. You should treat everybody as you want to be treated. Growing up, West Dallas resident John Rawlings learned this valuable lesson. It's the first thing he thought of when he saw this during a recent trip to Walmart. Saw this other vehicle parked behind this SUV. According to the police report, 32-year-old Keziah Perkins was attempting to park in a handicapped spot at the Greenfield store. She couldn't make the turn. That's when a 71-year-old lady moved in. They both had the handicap tax. The one lady, the older lady, took the spot. This apparently angered Perkins. Surveillance photos show Perkins going up to the victim's car, yelling through the passenger side window. After waiting a moment, the 71-year-old exits her car. That's when Perkins walks right up to her. This lady either, she said she chest butted. I didn't really catch if she physically pushed her. A nearby officer was flagged down. Perkins allegedly told police, it's not my fault the elderly woman bounced off my big chest. When police ran her license, they found it suspended and her handicap placard isn't valid. It wasn't even registered in her name. Wow. Meanwhile, Rawlings <laughs> is tending to the victim who's lying on the snowy pavement. <laughs> From what she told me when I was tending to her, she had just had hip surgery done. So that may have been dislocated because she could not move after that. According to police, the woman ended up going through five hours of surgery after being pushed. It allegedly caused fractures to her femur and the need for a second hip replacement. What you do to people comes back onto you. Perkins is being charged with aggravated battery. We reached out to her lawyer for comment. He tells us, quote, we maintain Ms. Perkins's innocence related to the charges. This was an unfortunate accident that came about after a misunderstanding between two individuals. Ms. Perkins is herself disabled. However, the fact that her disability is not immediately noticeable led to confusion between the two women. Perkins will be in court to face these charges early next week. In the newsroom, Brett Lemoyne, Fox 6 News. <laughs> Oh my God! Ooh, ooh, that's a good one. 
<laughs> she knocked that woman out mm-hmm. and her damn handicap sticker wasn't for her and it was expired mm-hmm. she had no business parking in that spot mm-hmm. she should have just kept on rolling Whew. all right guess the race of uh what was her first name kaziah perkins kaziah perkins i believe is her name is that her name Um, oh, Kezia Perkins. Kezia Perkins. All right, let's check the chat in the room and see what they believe. Uh, old white lady gumption. Perkins bitties were too perky for the old white lady black. <laughs> yeah, they, they put chest, but she said, it's not my fault. She blessed out from my big and then they quote, and then they put in parentheses chest. So she probably said titties. Right. Uh, bitter, dark skinned black woman says Farger. Blacker than grape drink with orange slices in it. Oh. Man, this got niggas-ish written all over it, says Byrne. One who will register her car in her seven-year-old daughter's name. Using her grandma's handicap sticker, even though she knew it expired black. One who has a ball alert account. This is what black people should would waste privilege on, handicap stickers. <laughs> Gotta get B&B super-grown Mizani pink lotion and one who would hurt Howard Black. Evening head rap wear still has that Ebony and Jet subscription. The correct answer is black. (laughs) One person did miss it. They said, oh, white lady gumption, right? By the way, her face is everything. Yes. Yes, it is. Because she looks upset. Her face looks exactly like the kind of person that knocks a 71-year-old woman's hip out of place. Right. She has to go through five hours of surgery again after she just had surgery on her hip. Um, An American boy meets a girl on the internet and things go a little sideways. Oh. Oh, wait, that's a Japanese version. All right. Oh, uh, you got English version? Nope. Okay. A boy travels 7,000 miles to China to meet a girl. The girl decides she's not interested. A lovelorn boy then gets drunk, loses all his money, and is found unconscious and suffering hypothermia after falling into the Zhu River, presumably to find other fish. <laughs> authorities in China eat, say, apparently to eat. Authorities in China say 18-year-old Ohio boy, known only as Pratt, fell in love with a Chinese girl after finding her photos online. He told police that he didn't know her real name. The boy promised the girl he would visit her, but she may not have taken him seriously until he suddenly turned up in Jingshan. The Daily Mail reported that detectives confirmed the team tried to call the girl several times but was told to leave her alone and his number was blocked. That's when he became depressed about the rejection and started drinking. Police found him later lying next to the Zoo River in pretty bad shape. He was unconscious and lying in a pool of his own vomit. It looks as if he might have fallen in the water at some stage as his clothes and shoes were soaked. To be honest, he was so inebriated he could easily have drowned. It was only a short distance to the water. Police tracked down the girl, but she refused to see him despite learning about his near-death experience. 
the hotel manager where pratt was staying heard about his heartbreak and let him stay for free oh uh spokes a police spokesperson said the boy has since recovered and was on a plane to ohio guess the race of pratt the guy who traveled seven thousand miles to be rejected i will travel seven thousand miles and mm-hmm. i uh noah said noah from the walking dead black says damon drake says black rob sounds like some ish i do at 18 black white boy with yellow fever says roger didn't know how it had a password passport black says lex i believe that is what they call white boy wasted white black and he probably got dreads drake saved up his allowance to afford the international ticket white White says Shauna, unfortunately, black boys stay on that anime cliche shit, black. Uh, the correct answer is black. He is a black kid. Seven thousand mile rejection. Um, right. Couple people missed it. By the way, I'm assuming everyone who got that right just already knew the story because there's no fucking way you knew that guy was white, black. No fucking way. That's a crazy ass white people story. Sorry. Um, <laughs> guys clearly knew that story ahead of time. Um, let's see what else we got here. Oh, how did this get in that pile? This would be in soy ratchetness. Um, uh, all right, let's do this one. Uh, Florida deputy. Um, oh, wait, no, no. Yeah, yeah, we'll do this one first. All right. A Florida deputy texted photos of a suicide victim because he was having a bad weekend. Deputy oh. Deputy Austin Douglas took graphic photos from the scene of a February 19th suicide where the victim was shot in the head and then sent the photos from his phone to his ex-girlfriend telling her how his weekend was going. The woman then reported the photos to authorities because he's her ex and fuck him. Douglas is in a custody battle with the woman over their children. <laughs> he later told investigators they sent the photos because he was having a bad weekend. Uh, Pasco Sheriff's Office Deputy Austin Douglas was arrested Thursday and terminated today. He is charged with a custodian providing unauthorized photograph or video or audio recording that depicts or records the killing of a person. The charge is a third-degree felony. The charge stems from photos that he texted of his ex-girlfriend of a deceased male who committed suicide in February. Douglas responded to the scene while on duty, photographed the scene using his cell phone, and later sent multiple photos to his then-girlfriend. We're not proud that we have to arrest somebody from the sheriff's office, Pasco Sheriff Chris Nako said during the press conference Friday afternoon. But you realize if we're going to hold ourselves accountable, if we want our citizens to, to trust us, these are the actions we have to take. I go back to discipline and accountability. If we don't have those in our agency, we're going to crumble. So guess the race of Austin Douglas, deputy. Damn. Wonder what he wonder what the caption was. Man, I'm about to lose my head up in here. Uh did this blow your mind? I didn't know I couldn't do that, White. Whiter than the Thanksgiving at Aaron Johnson's wife's 
family place. When I say kill yourself, I'm serious, white. White cop that they could have st- stuck to shooting unarmed minorities, he would still have a job and a million dollars in the bank. <laughs> He's having a bad weekend because his dream job as a Ferguson cop might never happen now, thanks to Obama. Oh, Lord. White does not think Black Lives Matter. One who attended the Ferguson PD course on community policing, Peckerwood, white. The correct answer is white. You guys all got it. Let's get into the bonus round. Whoops. All right, here we go. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. It's the bonus round. I guess the race where everything's worth double the points, double the racism. So far, everybody's all over the place. Can they keep it going? Let's see. All right. Let's see if I can play this one. Suicide. Termites love homeowners insurance. Oh, so well, oh shit! Isn't covered. Oh no, that's what's up. Shit. <laughs> Get them termites out of here, guys. Make sure you go to tweakedaudio.com. And uh, put in that code TBGWT and get all those savings. Right, because then you won't hear the termites. Are looking for a mystery man who stole more than a woman's heart on their first date. Follow me here. This is Gennaro Aladina, a 53-year-old man from Atlantic City. At least that's what his OkCupid dating profile said. Oh. Police in Waterford Township say he used that profile to meet a woman at Rack's Restaurant and Sports Bar in Adco back on February 26th. The man, who went by the nickname Gooch... And his date eventually went back to her house, and that's where he allegedly stole some of the woman's jewelry and that car, a 2007 red Toyota Solara with jersey plates, J-S-R-Y-G-R-L. Investigators say the man may also go by the name Mike Rossman. If you've got any information on this theft, please call the police. He got robbed by a nigga from my fucking dating site. You don't even know his name. Mm-mm. A nigga named Gooch. <laughs> no way you coming to my goddamn house. Guess the race of Gooch, uh, who apparently um, stole her jewelry in her, her car. In her car. The license plate said Jersey Girl, and he still stole that shit. You don't give a fuck. <laughs> they going to find it somewhere. Uh, the chat room says Level 99 Con Artist White. Gooch is the nickname of a white man, says Sparger. She wouldn't put out, so I had to mash out in her car white. Oh. Hot fire starter Gooch, says Aaron. Uh, so is that black? My racism so. is on point. I'm going to say black. Uh, hey, Ma, why you don't you give me your number and them rings and your purse, bitch? Break yourself black. Oh, slinging, about, slinging, about, slinging that soul pole to go along with his soul glow black. White, Gooch sounds like a racist white. It's not Gucci Mane, so I'll say white. Blacker than a good podcast like this one. The correct answer is he was a white man. Mm-hmm. He was white, y'all. And some people missed it. 
sees that profile pic and goes, hmm, I want to let him in my vagina. You know what I mean? It's truly somebody for everybody. And he was 15% her enemy. I don't know why she thought this would work out. <laughs> right. That's never a good sign. Yeah, he looks like a dude that will steal your shit. Um, right, there's nothing wrong with Dane No Line, but our first time, you, you come into my house. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll do one more. We'll, we'll do sore ratchetness and wrap it up. A gym teacher at Costly Middle School in East Orange ran a major indoor marijuana farm in his home, which was discovered when police executed a search warrant as a part of a child pornography investigation. Oh. Well, you, you got to do it all, Karen. Apparently so. Justin Bazan, what, Bazinta, Justin Bonzinta, 37, oh, Bozinta, Justin Bozinta, 37, uh, who was also the head wrestling coach. Oh, man. Oh, uh, he was arrested Friday after allegedly uploaded child porn to a Google Plus photo account using a computer as a school facility. <laughs> you want to get caught. Authorities said the investigation. Yeah, Google Plus account. You think Google ain't going to be like, hey, pss, 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 FBI, come on over here. On the school computer. Right. You think nothing flagged. They got a whole, they got an IT department, dog, that oh. checks for this shit. Authorities said the investigation began with a tip from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, which indicated that images were uploaded from an IP address in a school district facility using an email address later traced to Bozinta. It's appalling that a man entrusted with instructing and mentoring young students as a teacher and coach allegedly was dealing drugs and sexually exploiting children by viewing pornography online. If I'm a burn, I'm going to go down for everything. You know, he was rubbing his dick on them kids. Right. Let me teach you this hole, this, this wrestling right. hole. Right. You know, they now just stay there and grind for 15 minutes. Right. That's, you know, they got them outfits on that, that yeah. stick to them like uh, swimsuits. Now everybody hold still. I'm going to go get the oil because you need to be greasy for this part. <laughs> An attorney for Bozinta could not be reached for comment. Even he was shaking his head. Like, nope. Authorities say he has been an employee since 2000 and was recently available for state picture records indicate he earned $86,000 a year. You lost, you lost a job that pays you almost $100,000 a year, dog. The superintendent, Gloria Scott, declined to provide any personnel information, including what action, if any, may be taken, whether he'll be suspended or whether he will be fired. I'm aware of the situation. I'm cooperating fully with authority. Scott said we cannot share any personnel information. She added the district would be communicating with parents, teachers, and students. The state public records law requires public agencies to release certain personnel information, including the individual's name, title, position, salary, payroll record, length of service, date of separation, and the reason and the amount of type of uh, any type of pension. When, um, when presented with the law, the district still declined to provide information about Bozita's employment, but added he will not be working there in any capacity. <laughs> fired. On the day of his arrest, police searched his home on Sheridan Avenue and explained, examined his hard drive, finding several images of child pornography, uh, two laptop computers, including one issued to Bozita by the school district, were seized, along with a desktop computer, which Bozita allegedly could access in high school uh, in the high school athletic department. Authorities said that while executing the search warrant, police found a major grow room in his home with approximately 40 marijuana plants, a special ventilation system, high power lights and chemicals used as part of the growing process. Mm. 
how the hell like how much money did he need this nigga thought he was heisenberg of weed apparently so and child porn and child porn they also see seven handguns four rifles a shotgun and a homemade silencer from his home what's he going to war with and a partridge in a pear tree <laughs> right authorities citing an ongoing investigation declined to say whether bonzita created any pornography or whether it included or was shared with students they also declined to say whether he shared or dealt marijuana to students yeah how you think they paid for those dick pics uh you need a dime bag mm-hmm. billy right, how you think how you Let think i was balls. how you think i was saying all the all their funding got covered when they when they came to their trips now nah, i'm willing to give you a couple of joints but i'm gonna need to see them balls go on go on pull them out <laughs> all right now go on smoke your weed uh it is critical that we determine <laughs> see you at the see you at the meet and he smacks him on the ass <laughs> it's critical that we determine if others were involved or whether his conduct impacted students in the district oh it impacted them oh yeah right yeah. in the butthole yeah it did impacted all the children uh bonzita was charged with first degree operating a marijuana production facility which carries a sentence of 10 to 20 years in prison as well as possession of with intent to distribute Possession of marijuana, possession with 500 feet of a public park. Authorities say he also is charged with possession of child pornography, possession of a weapon in the court of committing a drug offense, possession of prohibited device in connection with the seized silencers, authorities said. He's possessing everything. You just possessed it all, sir. He possessed. Right. And uh, he must have been listening to too much Katy Perry. He's in jail on $275,000 bail. Guess the race. Larceny 24, Larceny 24, what does that mean? Is that a race? I don't get it. Mm, I guess um, a code. I'm not familiar with it. White man who would have gotten away with it if it weren't for those meddling kids. 86K was enough to grow weed and start my porn company in Arizona for me familiar. Me familiar? What, is, what race is that? Latino? No, apparently so. Uh, gold dust from WWF. I don't know what race it is. I don't watch wrestling. What's going on with y'all's guessing on this one? Hard times for the million dollar man slave Virgil after his wrestling career ended. I don't know what race that is. Uh, he I'm who was white. He who inspired the wrestling coach from South Park White. Okay, thank you. Thank you for clarifying, Will. Uh, that is an industrious white man. No Negro has to have any job. He is the one who knocks white. Half baked part two said Dusky White. It's safe to say there's no black person with that last name, Foxcatcher White. <laughs> Wrestling like the ancient Greek cracker cross <laughs> Greeks, uh, white. Uh, the correct answer is, oh, Latino says Aaron. Okay. The correct answer is white. And a lot of you got it wrong, so. Uh, now let's go to, of course, Sword Ratchetness. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> That's all I hear. All right. Um, let's see. Lansing man to stand trial and sword wielding incident. Good. 
a lansing man accused of swinging swords at paramedics on a medical call last month will stand trial on weapons related charges on wednesday michael king 31 waived his right to a preliminary hearing the hearing was to determine if there was enough evidence for a trial the incidents happened early morning january 27th on martin luther king boulevard guess the race police said king was upset because he fought paramedics uh, thought paramedics were slow helping his friend who was having a seizure and came at them with a sword in each hand oh now how the fuck would that help hey man y'all take it too long on my friend so i'm gonna pull out two swords now y'all scared for y'all life that'll make it work right that'll make you work faster he faces up to five years in prison uh tommy king michael king's cousin pleaded guilty wednesday to a misdemeanor weapons charge in connection with the same incident Damn, whole family stupid. He was accused of having brass knuckles. These motherfuckers going to a, they're going to a, they're going to a rumble. Apparently so. Boy, boy, crazy boy. Just keep it cool, boy. Um, Tommy King will, will be sentenced on March 6th. Uh, Eric Mopin, who suffered the seizure, um, told the Lansing State Journal that Michael King moved the samurai-style swords from the path of first responders and did not swing them at paramedics. Maupin conceded that he had been drinking and was unconscious for most of the event. Watermelon. <laughs> yeah, watermelon. Malt liquor. <laughs> That's right. That's right. If you were guessing the race, they were black. I put their pictures in the chat room. Um, all right, man. Tweakedaudio.com, code TBGWT. Uh, you can go oh, ahead and get Oh, they're real on. black. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you what, they'll never be in SAU. You know no, what I'm saying? they both look drunk and high. Mm-hmm. They will never be, they'll never be in the frat. But, uh, all right, man, we'll be back tomorrow at 5.30. I guess will be my man, John, uh, who you might know from, uh, Hell No Cupid. Uh, he also has been on our show before with the Dylan, but this will be the first time by himself. Mm-hmm. So until tomorrow, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.